Well, I was looking for a prize for my new league A belt or a ring or a nice trophy My IDP guys went and had my back The best swag online for champs is found on Trophy Smack R-I-N-G, that spells ring Trophysmack.com has the bling Good, so good, I have to sing Go and check them out, they have everything I can show that I'm the master of my craft I'm a champion in fantasy and I won't let you forget that R-I-N-G, that spells ring Trophysmack.com has the bling Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com. All right, welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the IDP Plus podcast. Uh, that ad you just heard from the very own returning co-host, Matt Record, at Record 21 and look at that bling he's got with it right oh, there. Oh, what's this? For the trophy, trophy Smack, smack belt? That's uh, definitely heavier than you'd expect. It's legit. Uh, go no, go awesome. out there and get one of these things. We love the guys and gals over there at Trophy Smack. So definitely support them uh, as they've supported us. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I have one of those belts as well. And they the belts are like, obviously the trophies are a 10 out of 10. But the belts, like, especially if you're a wrestling person or even if you're not, but like the belts are like a billion out of 10. Like they're so, so cool. So I uh, definitely encourage anyone if you're looking for a unique uh, reward for your leagues that I couldn't recommend the belts like enough. And if you use that good old uh, IDP guys code, then you get a free uh, little Super Bowl ring. You give them the, the Nick Castellanos Red October, the ring finger here um, as well on top of it. So, so, you know, what else could you ask for there? heck yeah also hi friends i feel like it's been a minute i feel like i haven't been here for for (laughs) for many reasons excited to be back uh my past (laughs) ones like vibes were high all weekend uh the eagles had a nice decisive victory too so we're in good spirits here maybe a little tired uh because steve was at the game (laughs) exciting Uh, yeah but yeah no vibes are vibes are high let's get into it also if you're watching us on youtube like and subscribe to this channel comment and everything really helps us out uh really appreciate it uh and if you're listening to us uh via whatever podcast platform you listen to us, uh thanks for being here we appreciate it absolutely yes the vibes are high despite running on on just about empty uh fuel wise from an energy standpoint but my man matt is back here to provide the high energy so uh yes, sir. We're gonna get right into it. So week seven, right? We made it to. to we're almost at the uh, halfway point here already, which is kind of crazy to think about. So it's um, nuts to think about Scott Fishbowl only being yeah. six more weeks of the regular season, Ugh. which like it just happened so fast. Scary. Like, like seven weeks through, like oh, oh, we're a couple weeks away from being halfway done. We just right. started. We just started. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump into last Thursday's game, the uh, the Jaguars and the Saints. Uh, we had a, a couple really nice uh, IDP games you can see at the top here, uh, and then it kind of trails off pretty quickly. So, of course, for our guy Foyer Lucan, uh, you know, a pick six, uh, 14 total tackles, just an absolute monster game, uh, doing what you know we know that this is his ceiling. So, uh, well, awesome game from him. Um, we had the two corners, uh, Paul Sadabo and Trey Herndon have really nice games. Uh, Trey Herndon on only 68% of the snaps, but uh, ha- had really nice boosted scoring with our uh, cornerback inflated scoring. Uh, Devin Lloyd it returns to 99% of snaps. And then on this list, you will not see Chad Muma yet again. So 
you know, especially in your redraft, I think it's safe to go back and get uh, Devin Lloyd for sure. He had 11 total tackles, just five of them solo, but also had a pass defended uh, again on, on 99% of the snaps. And of those defensive snaps, there were 90 available. So I'm actually a little bit surprised that there aren't more Jaguars, like giving us like, I would say like more, not monster, but stronger scores on here, considering it was 90 defensive snaps. That's got to be one of the highest we've seen so far this year. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so many freaking games, or so many snaps, sorry. Uh, yeah. It's just a lack of, uh, of splash plays. Like, the, the, the tackle yeah. floors there are, are pretty heavy sort of across right. the board. But, yeah, not a lot of splash plays. Uh, but, yeah, looking at this game uh, – Pretty much, I mean, the Jaguars, I think we we always say this, like we might as well put this on a freaking shirt for us. Like, you know what to expect. It's like the, the stars played like <laughs> stars, right? Like Foyer crushed it. Devin Lloyd, back to that snap share, back to crushing it. Um, yeah. There's no one else we like truly super trust on the Jaguars, right? Um, mm-hmm. You look at Josh Allen, like we know he started off hot and we're all rooting for him to succeed. But the defensive end's tough. He got the 80% yep. snap percentage, but just didn't didn't get home you know and like and like we're looking for other players there in the jaguars especially the defensive line to to sort of stand out and they just haven't done it consistently which is a little unfortunate uh and then you go over to the the saints and yeah the the normal names there uh aren't necessarily at the top you know carl granderson 88 percent snap percentage very nice game there uh tackle for loss five or six combined tackles uh but yeah your pete warners of the world um doing Pete Warner things, right? Playing 100% of the snaps. Oh, that's actually pretty nice. That, that's yeah. pretty rare. But only five five solo tackles. Mm-hmm. That's not nothing to get super, super uh, excited about. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot of these teams that I feel super confident in uh, any given week. So, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Just a, yeah. It seems like a pretty classic uh, London game. Yeah, the guys that we were really disappointed in, Josh Allen, just the six points on 80%, you know, two kind of down games for him. Now, neither were great matchups um, for defensive ends against both Buffalo and New Orleans here. So you kind of just – he's going to be extremely lumpy. So um, I would certainly play him in the really good matchups. But, I mean, some people have him as like a must-start DN. Not me. Um, I'm – I, the more I look and dive into these matchups and like, they're not going to be right hundred percent of the times, but like I'm seeing a nice little trend where like, yeah, if it's a bad matchup for fantasy points, I'm talking about fantasy points given up to the position, um, which we break down for you every week in our written content only to subscribers for the website, just FYI, but we break all this down and I am seeing a nice little trend where this fantasy points given up, by position is kind of holding true week to week. So again, another not great matchup here for for uh, Josh Allen uh, of the Jaguars. Um, Cameron Jordan just continues to disappoint. Ninety five percent of the snaps here, and just the four points on two assists. No solos, no QB hits, no sacks. Like, I mean, he's definitely droppable in redraft. Uh, Carl Granderson is that dude right now. Um, he is, he, you know, he's playing and showing that he was deserving of that contract and yeah you know sometimes just age comes for for these guys and it seems like that might be the case uh for cam cam jordan here um trying to think oh brian breeze breezy uh 
he was a good matchup for DTs this week, but they just rotate so much. Uh, you, I mean, you can see a lot of the New Orleans DTs listed here. Kalen Saunders, Nathan Shepard, like all low points, but all like 40 and 50% of snaps. So it's really just tough uh, to count on any of them. And they're going to be very uh, spiky week to week. So, um, yeah, yeah, and I misspoke. Yeah. This game felt like a London game. It wasn't. This was just Thursday. Oh, this was the Thursday. It, it was that sorry, long yeah. ago. Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Just like, it was just like, yeah, this was seen forever ago. Oh, because it was it Thursday. Uh, yeah. I do think of note, I know you don't like Pete Warner. Um, he yeah. definitely has his lack of splash plays, but just look yep. at the snap percentages for the linebackers for the Saints. Like Demario right. Davis, uh, looking through him here, you know, played 73%, oh, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Pete Warner did play 100%. So I think there right. is a changing of the guard there. I think he's going to be given the Fred Warner equivalent of like, just lower your expectations to a realistic amount. Like he's not going to be a top 10 guy. He's going to give you a tackle mm-hmm. floor. So he's definitely worth playing, right? But yeah. he's not going to be that top 10 guy uh, that's going to explode, right? Which means next week yeah. he will. But like, yeah. he'll give you that tackle floor. He'll be a yeah. top 20, top 30 guy, uh, probably just, in leagues, especially that, you know, prioritize tackles, um, right. less than the splash plays. So uh, there's a bit of a change in the guard in the play time, but only 56 snaps. Like that's what a, what a lopsided game that was. For yeah, I know. Yeah. If you're telling me P Warner versus Demario Davis, I'll definitely take P Warner over, over Davis. I'm in a heads up battle, but yeah, I just not a big fan for, for, especially for dynasty. We play so much dynasty. Like I'm, I'm trying to unload Werner. Um, you know, if you can find a, a truther to take a second round pick for him, like we'll give you a second round pick, uh, that would be fantastic. Or even honestly, I would take like a few thirds even, uh, or like a third and a, you know, Trenton Simpson, like younger type guy. So uh, that's more of a dynasty take. And yeah, redraft, he's just very mad. Uh, the last guy I just wanted to point out here, Dwayne Smoot, uh, the defensive tackle. Uh, has returned from injury. So his snaps are slowly ramping up. You can see he was up to 52%, which for a D tackle on a heavy rotated line, that's pretty good. And his ceiling is really great. Um, so we talked about him in, in our written article. Uh, so if he's DT eligible in a DT required league, definitely someone I wanted to point out and talk about. I went to go, so I play on RSO, and I went to go see if he was available. He was, but he's a freaking linebacker on there, which is just Ew. absolutely egregious uh, position de- designation there. So, uh, yeah, if he's if he's eligible as a linebacker on your platform, no thank you. But uh, as, a, as a defensive lineman or a defensive tackle, especially in a defensive tackle required league, definitely a name I want. I want you guys to uh, to remember there. So, um, all right. The next thing I'm going to flip to here and filter down uh, the blowout: uh, Detroit and Denver. So, um, yeah, it, the Lions go into Baltimore and just get crushed. And we, you know, we had a good amount. So let's see. The 100% snaps was 75 for Baltimore. So there were a lot of snaps available for Detroit. It was just 60. Um, so, yeah, Detroit uh, players are kind of lacking up here. So, you see, this overall was kind of a, a crappy IDP game um, with with the blowout going on. So, Ravens corner Arthur Mollette uh, reigns supreme at 24.5 points on just 80% of snaps on the on the back of a sack there. Uh, and, and some really nice tackles, uh, eight total, seven solos. So, uh, interesting that that Mallet took over the scoring for. We've seen Brandon Stevens having his breakout, and he's still down here had a pretty nice game. 
uh, 12 and a half points on 89%. So he did play slightly more snaps than Mallette, but for whatever reason, they chose to send Mallette after the quarterback and he got home. So uh, Kyle Van Noy after him, he's a linebacker on MFL. He's probably more of a edge rusher at this point in his career. And he did get two sacks in this game. So 19 points on just 44%. I really wouldn't go chasing that unless you're super desperate or in a best ball league. Uh, Kirby Joseph for the Lions, the safety, uh, 19 points on 92% of snaps. Uh, no splash plays, but 10 tackles, uh, nine of them solo. So a really nice uh, tackle floor there uh, for Kirby Joseph. Definitely playing. You know, he he was having some health issues earlier in the season, so definitely worth a pickup uh, in your, you know, playing two to three defensive backs plus maybe some flexes uh should definitely be rostered there uh the justin matabuke breakout continues uh the young uh defensive tackle for the ravens uh three solo tackles but a sack two qb hits and a forced fumble for 15 points on 53 percent of snaps again for a rotational defensive tackle that's really good and he's having a really nice season still kind of matchup dependent this was a good matchup uh, as we dug into in our written article for subscribers only. Um, so we did recommend him as a play this week, and uh, very nice that he got a sack. Uh, there's Roquan with 15 points, uh, only 89% of the snaps, assuming uh, he got yanked uh, due to the blowout there. Uh, Geno Stone plays in relief yet again of Marcus Williams. He continues to uh, you know, be uh, – his score is buoyed by these uh, big plays. So only three solo tackles, but a pass defended and an interception for 14 points, played 100% of snaps. Uh, Kyle Hamilton right below him, 14 points, only 89% of the snaps, uh, mostly all tackles for him. Odafe Owe comes back from injury and gets home with a sack, uh, along with two solos, uh, an assist, a QB hit, a forced fumble for 13 points on 53% of snaps. Not bad for the edge rusher that uh, had been banged up most of the year. I uh, talked about Brandon Stevens. There's Tracy Walker for 12 points on 98% of snaps. Another guy I'm interested in. Uh, I did read that um, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson has a long shot chance to return this season, but until he does, both Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph, I think, are viable uh, plays in, in deeper leagues at, as uh, safeties or defensive backs. Um, Patrick Queen, who I think got um, injured a little bit, but uh, still played 89%. I guess maybe got yanked for the um, uh, the blowout. Uh, 10 points, um, just five solo. So a good that was the floor game for, for Queen this week. Uh, Marlon Humphrey shows up uh, for 10 points also on 89% of snaps. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, just nine points on 90% of snaps. Not a great matchup against the uh, elusive Lamar Jackson. And Alex Anzalone, three solos, three assists, nothing else for nine points. Did play 100% of snaps. So, um, oh, I'll jump down here. We're, we're only touching on guys that scored around, uh, you know, double-digit points here. So, But Brian Branch returned to a very disappointing game, just 50% of the snaps, uh, just five points, two solos. And the TFL. So we kind of hope that's probably injury related, probably a slow ramp up. So tough to maybe continue starting him, I guess, going forward. But, you know, you might want to just play it safe with Branch. He does possess that really high ceiling. So I know, you know, you take a gamble here of missing out on a big game um, if he is healthy and, and ramps those snaps up. 
but you do uh, make yourself susceptible to a five-point game like this. So who do you got, uh, Matt, do you want to keep talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that we have yet to say um, that is worth noting, and we warned you about this, week seven, yeah. uh, look uh, look at that Jack Campbell snap percentage. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. 90%. That is 90%. Did that translate in this game to fantasy points? Absolutely not. Of course I didn't talk to him. Only five (laughs) fantasy points. But uh, with someone as talented as him, we've been waiting for him to get that snap percentage. Uh, And then once he's going to be out there, they're not going to take him off the field, I don't think. Mm -hmm. like Because that is too much of a snap percentage to say, oh, he's just getting snaps and a blowout. Like, No, he was playing. Like He was playing from the get-go while it was still a game. So Mm -hmm. for those of you uh, in Dynasty, obviously this is – you don't Great have small. to play him, but like you yeah. love to see him get that kind of play time. Mm-hmm. For those of you in redraft who are maybe looking for a bye week fill in, like it's mm-hmm. going to be matchup dependent. Getting that much snap percentage at the linebacker position, he's going to put up points. Like he's mm-hmm. just going to. Granted, we know he's kind of like a Pete Warner type, where it's like we kind of expect it just to be mostly tackles, right? Like mostly tackles, yeah. like not a whole lot of splash plays uh, from what we saw from him in college. Uh, but uh, this is very. You're not going to find someone in redraft uh, with a 90% snap share. Like you're just not going right. to uh, potentially available on waivers. So go out and get him if you're looking for a bye week fill in. I think brighter days are ahead uh, for him. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it's worth noting. Pretty much any Baltimore Ravens you see at 89%. That seems to be the percentage mm-hmm. that they just took people out. Right. Like I don't think it's a coincidence that Roquan and Kyle Hamilton and Patrick Queen all yeah. are 89%. It's like that. They, right. they pulled them at a certain point. Um, yeah, I mean, you love the floors of those linebackers. Again, for mm-hmm. y'all in shallower leagues who are maybe like, oh, Patrick Green only scored 10. That's just a great floor. Um, yeah. Great floor for him. Uh, Hamilton kind of returned to form there too mm-hmm. a little bit. You love to see that. Roquan uh, doing Roquan thing. So you're starting all of them. Uh, I always – I have this soft spot for defensive tackles. So you see the Travis mm-hmm. Jones. Like, oh, he scored six points. That's cute. Uh, only yeah. 47 for Zoe. I keep like what it's like fetch, like fetch from Mean Girls. Like I keep wanting Travis <laughs> Jones to happen, um, and he just hasn't yet happened. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't know. I think I think this game was an anomaly, uh, just from the fact that the Ravens just came out and crushed, definitely crushed the Lions. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't try to learn too much from here, uh, other than the pretty standard advice that we normally give. Uh, people at the top that don't have the snap percentages, you're not going to trust them to do that again. Kyle Benoit, leave them on the waivers. Uh, I guess the only uh, uh, anti-example of that, like, yeah, Justin Matabuke has had a very, uh, very nice year. Like, yes. even just 50, 53% of defensive snaps, especially at the mm-hmm. defensive tackle. Like, very rarely do you get someone that gets a whole bunch of snaps at the defensive mm-hmm. tackle spot. Um but yeah, Justin M, because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, yeah. uh, has just been doing this the entire year. So if you're looking yeah. for someone streaming at the defensive tackle spot, especially if you're playing in some freaky leagues like we are, where you're starting two yeah. or three, it's like, yeah, go ahead and start him with some with yeah. some confidence because he keeps doing it. Absolutely. Your Travis Jones issue is kind of how Matabuke was coming because I think Matabuke is in his like fourth year or so this sure. is travis jones second everyone wanted matabuki to be the guy like right out of the gate and he just kind of slow start and he's finally you know getting into it now i feel like the same thing is going to happen with travis jones he's oh like, and defensive tackles round. they take so yeah. long to just like, like the edge get into their yeah. body like we're going to talk mm-hmm. about uh demarvin leal 
right with the Steelers, who's also a yeah. se- second year player. Yeah. Um, and like he's finally starting to show some flashes. Like, oh yeah, it just mm-hmm. takes it just takes some time. It just exactly. takes exactly. Yeah. So Travis Jones will get there. He's a you know, and you're again in like a 53 man like contract league. Travis Jones is someone I hopefully can stash uh, on the back of my roster there. So, um, all right, we're going to do the Bears and the Raiders now. Kind of a surprising game. Uh, Tyson Bajant, the the undrafted rookie quarterback, you know, takes care of business at home. I, you know, I, I did this to myself. I said in one league, I was like, I'll, I'll let me pick up the Raiders defense just in case. Team defense, of course. I only did it to myself in just one league, thankfully. I was like, ah, let me hedge my streaming defenses this weekend. Of course, I get rewarded with uh, the UDFA dropping 30 points uh, on the Raiders' head. Although, I guess uh, one of them was a uh, defensive touchdown. But uh, sure. So, 23 points, we'll call it. Still, you, you know, kind of crazy. But um, – so, yeah, Jalen Johnson on the Bears' side returned an interception for a touchdown and had another interception on top of it. So a gigantic game, um, 32.9 points on 100% stats. Now, this is kind of annoying because he's – I believe he was playing basically the uh, – let me let me just, before I say this, confirm it. I want to say the slot role because um, – no, Kyler Gordon had the slot role. Okay. So what he was okay. So just as a normal secondary corner, um, Jalen Johnson had the two picks, uh, but just two solos, one assist, two passes defended. So basically, this is just another guy like that. One warning, like you know, nice game, great player to have in a best ball league, but you can't chase this and you can't expect it going forward. Like the second corner on the Bears is never gonna you know continue to produce like this. So. Um, you know, nice little game and story there, but that's that's probably gonna be the best game of his career uh, from a fantasy standpoint. So do not chase that. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, all right, takes one for the win column against TJ Edwards this week. So uh, Tremaine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got this was the biggest discrepancy we've had between them all year. So 24 points for Edmonds on uh, six solos, two assists, two pass defended. He got an interception as well. Uh, for 24 points on 100% staff. I'll jump down to TJ Edwards. TJ, only two solos. What happened, TJ? Uh, four points on 92% of staff. So not sure if uh, we ran into an injury issue there. Going to have to research that or maybe just just a better, you know, these things can happen uh, when you've got two really good linebackers. So Yeah, and the 92%, like, don't yeah. don't fade him. Like, keep playing him. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be just fine. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's like two to five right now, uh, uh, Edmonds to to TJ. So we're, we're going to try to catch back up here because <laughs> um, my my preseason take was I was team Edmonds over TJ, not looking great. But uh, hey, long season. Um, Tyreek Stevenson, the other Bears corner, uh, twenty two and a half points on one hundred percent staff. So despite Kyler uh, Gordon, you know, essentially returning. Uh, from injury, you don't see him. Uh, oh, he did have a, a nice game as well, uh, 14 points, but just 75% of snaps playing that slot role. So he's still, you know, not out there for 100% of snaps quite yet. Um, but yeah, Gordon, seven tackles on four solos. So he's still, I think he still possesses the highest, like, 
ceiling and consistency out of all three of those corners that I just mentioned there. So I still want Kyler Gordon over them, but uh, this, you know, sometimes the games just break out this way. Um, Jaquan Brisker uh, finally, you know, comes to life with 21 points, nine solos, one assist, one pass defended on 100% of snaps. So nice to see him uh, returning to the uh, stud uh, category of, of fantasy points scoring this week. Uh, Justin Jones, the defensive tackle on the Bears, pretty much the only interior guy that's worth a damn, uh, had a nice little game on the back of a sack, 13 points on 66%. We've mentioned him both on the show and in the written content, um, as a nice little streamer for, uh, your DT required league. So, uh, Max Crosby gets his sack, uh, only two solos, three assists. Uh, does have a TFL and a QB hit to go along with the sack. So 13 points on 97% snaps. Hey, that's, that's you know, as, as funny as this is, that's a floor game for Max, and that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy watching him play. Like, he, yeah. he's waiting for it. I mean, him and, like, Micah Parsons, earnestly. Like, well, and yeah. Miles Garrett, which we'll talk about, had a oh, monster yeah. game. But just, yeah. You, you, yeah. Oh, hi, Kat. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm still connected there. Yeah, you're good. You're uh, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little, little Moogle making an appearance. Oh. Um, you're just waiting, like, the entire game. It's like, you know he's going to get his somehow. He's going to make yeah. an influence somehow. And I'm for sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just fun to fun to have on your team. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Big Bob Mullane, five solos, three assists, nothing else. So 13 points, 86% of snaps. Uh, Marcus Peters at corner, two solos, five assists, and a pass defended, 12 and a half points, 100% of snaps. So still a, you know, a good streaming corner, um, despite a seemingly bad matchup against uh, the, the rookie uh, quarterback. But uh, Tyree Wilson makes an appearance with a uh, one solo, one assist, and gets a sack, two QB hits, and forced a fumble. So a nice little game from the rookie. Maybe this is a breakout, 12 points. Uh Never mind, 39% of snaps, so do not chase this. You know, nice to see for your dynasty, to see him show some life here this season. But, hey, do not go chasing this in your shallower redraft leagues because 39% of snaps and he's not giving you a sack and a forced fumble every game. It's more like the one tackle, one assist is kind of his stealing. <laughs> um, Trevon Merrick, the safety for the Raiders, five solos, two assists, nothing else. 12 points, 100% of snaps, continues to be a solid safety streamer. Uh, David Long, the corner for the Raiders, 12 points, 100% of snaps. Luke Masterson for a, uh, you know, so I think, I believe Divine Diablo had some, uh, went down with injury in this game. So uh, Masterson is your fill-in, uh, three solos, two assists, one pass defended, 62% of snaps versus Diablo's four. He was off to a nice start too, four solos. Um, on just 25% of snaps. So, uh, you know, we'll monitor um, Diablo's status, but if you need a one-to-one -one replacement, your waiver wire pickup is, of course, uh, Luke Masterson there. So that's a pretty clear, uh, clear, easy one um, for, for this week. So um, as I scan the rest of the names, we talked about Edwards. I don't see a whole lot. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, man, uh, this was a decent matchup too. So after, you know, he gave us a nice... Yeah, it's one so fun, snaps too. This He's is what there. he does. This is his calling card, right? <laughs> certainly is. Certainly is. Yeah. So I don't see a whole lot of other names. So if you want to, oops, if you want to dive in on anyone there. Yeah, uh, my my main takeaway, um, obviously another uh, just interesting game. Like the fact that the top yeah. five scorers were 
from this game, five, six, uh, were bears, uh, of which <laughs> many were in the defensive backfield. Like, man, cornerbacks are just a, a tough thing to freaking predict, too. Yeah. You know? Um, but other than that, I mean, you, you mentioned Trevin Morig, and I was the biggest hater of him because he did not perform <laughs> for the first two years that he was in the league. Granted, he kept playing 100% of defensive snaps, but he never, yeah. that never yielded IDP success. Um, yeah, he is the 10th ranked uh, safety right now in the scoring in our right. leagues. So uh, I'm I'm at the point now where it's like, he's not just a streamer. Like yeah. I, I've been convinced. I mean, it took me seven weeks, so probably a little longer <laughs> than it should have. It's like, oh, he's going to, the other shoe's going to drop, but he's going to stop yeah. performing. Nope. He, I don't know if they changed schemes or what, uh, yeah. but he is now performing pretty consistently every heck of a week. So uh, go out and get him. Like, I don't think the top 10 defensive back status, I will still mm. hold on to that take a little bit. Uh, I don't know sure. if that's going to, you know, persist, but is he a DB2, DB3 the rest of this year? I think so uh, from, 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 from what we've seen. So uh, go out and get him uh, for sure. Uh, the uh, Raiders cornerback, I want to talk about uh, Nate Hobbs. Did he not play in this game? Yes, he missed another game. It's very annoying, too, especially mm -hmm. for, like, my sleeper leagues. He keeps going questionable, so I'm stuck, you know, not being able to make a waiver move until essentially game day for the past, like, I think three weeks now this has been like this, where he goes questionable all throughout the week and then out on Sunday. It's very, very annoying, and... Um, I really want him to come back because he could kind of consolidate a lot of these cornerback points that are being spread out right now for the Raiders. hundred <laughs> percent. So uh, monitor that. Uh, yeah. I mean, the other thing is you kind of already mentioned it. Tyree Wilson, you love to see it. Uh, we kind of prioritize some splash plays. So I like see him up there, but 39% of snaps played, you're not going to get that each and every week, you know? Yeah. So leave him in redraft, obviously leave him on the waivers. He's just not, he's not going to be it. Um, yeah. And yeah, then Divine Diablo, uh, 25%. Did he get hurt? Yes, yes, he got hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'm not sure of the extent or what the actual injury was. Like I said, busy weekend for me. So we will we will have all this for you in the written content. But um, yeah, depending on the severity of his injury, right, the Masterson will be the replacement there. Yep, 100%. I think um, that's... For your, for your Trayvon Merrick um, question, mm. yeah, it's because he's not playing. I mean, previous years he was basically getting playing all free safety, so just not as many opportunities. This year, that role has gone to Marcus S., which is why you don't see us talking about him very much. Although this was actually one of his better games in a while, uh, the three solos and two assists and with nothing else. But Merrick is getting a lot more run. Yes, he is still playing some free safety, but he's getting a lot more run in the box as well, as well as slot uh, duties. So he's, his opportunities have just gone through the roof with the alignments that they're using him on. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, he continues to be a strong option um, going forward here. Yeah, maybe maybe he turns back into a pumpkin, but with this usage, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to fade him at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, and turning to a pumpkin, like he was truly scoring nothing. And he was yeah. playing 100%. Yeah, like, absolutely. that's free safety. Like, he graded very well. He just didn't score anything. So, like, this entire yeah. year is, like, waiting for him to stop. But he keeps... <laughs> Like he looking at his scoring, yeah, he has one game fewer than ten points, and that one yeah. game had seven points. So yeah, I, nice. I like him. I like him. Excellent. All right, we're gonna flick to um, kind of a surprising shootout: uh, Cleveland and Indianapolis Colts. So 
Yes, we had the monster, uh, another monster game from Miles Garrett. Uh, nine tackles, seven solo, two assists, a TFL, pass defended, two sacks, two QB hits, two forced fumbles, which are so important. Again, you should be scoring forced fumbles more so than fumble recoveries. Uh, 38 points on 77% of snaps. Uh, just, yeah, a total monster game. Uh, right behind him, the ghost of Kenny Moore shows up with 31 and a half points on 100% seven solos, three assists, three TFLs, one and a half sacks, two QB hits. So Kenny Moore uh, with a nice game. We saw Juju Brents go down in this one. I was crushed by that. He's been my one of my favorite rookies this year, and uh, I believe he left us with a zero after uh, after leaving pretty early uh, to injury. So um not sure that that you know had a correlation to kenny moore's usage and scoring here but um definitely you know provided some more opportunities but interesting to see they used him uh in this pass rushing role uh in this particular game so uh zaire franklin doing zaire franklin things 21 points 100 of snaps he's an auto star uh julian blackman a really nice game four solos one assist two tfls two passes defended and an interception for 21 points on, you know, he has been playing 100% of snaps. So, you know, he's been definitely an attractive option, and he, you know, kind of just broke out in this one. Uh, Denzel Ward uh, makes an appearance uh, for fantasy scoring after some dud weeks uh, on the back of an interception. So 20.5 points on 86% of snaps. Uh, Grant Delpit, a really nice game. Back to, back to giving us what he was doing uh, earlier in the year. Seven solos. Three assists, a TFL, so that's 18 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, the guys, the Darius Smith decides to give us some life. Uh, four solos, gets home for a sack, two QB hits, a forced fumble as well uh, for 17 points on 73% of snaps, but very nice. Now nobody, you know, probably reap the benefits from this game unless you're playing best ball, which everyone should. That's a really great format. And you should adopt best ball scoring in pretty much any format of league that you play. So that when you have a Zadarius Smith game after pretty much six weeks of nothing, uh, and you just you know held on to him for this long, you deserve to get the scoring that he just did this week. So uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to trust that, you know, going forward, if I'm comfortable throwing him into a lineup that I have to make that start sit decision. Uh, going forward, just because of, you know, like literally this is the first week um, that he's given us anything of uh, worthwhile um, of the entire season. So um, kind of, kind of, you know, just taking this as an outlier game uh, for Zadarius on this one. Um, Tony Field, 17 points on just 46% of snaps. He had a scoop and score, so not really chasing that. Um, but Sione Taki Taki was out this game, so there were more opportunities for linebackers. But uh, Anthony Walker is right behind him at 15 points, did play 100% of snaps after, you know, pretty much disappearing uh, in the staff count yesterday. So, you know, those situations are really frustrating. And then I'm going to hop down to JOK, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa only played 49% of snaps in the shootout. So not sure if there's an injury there. I'm not privy because I don't have a lot of JOK in leagues. So, um, you know, not sure if Tony Fields 46% versus JOK 49 is kind of just a rotation or possibly an injury. We'll, we'll definitely have to research that for you guys. Uh, 
Back up to the scores, Rodney Thomas, the Colt safety, uh, hasn't been scoring a lot, but has been playing 100% of snaps. So gets an interception in this one, uh, playing free safety duties, only one solo and one assist uh, with two passes defended. So I would not necessarily go. He's kind of like the Trayvon Mary of, of years past this year. He's he's playing 100% of snaps, but his role is just so bad uh, that he's not getting many fantasy opportunities. So I wouldn't really chase this, unfortunately. Uh, Juan Thornhill, five solos, two assists for 12 points on 100% of staff. So he's a nice little streaming option if you're if you're desperate. DeForest Buckner gets back to double digits for three solos, two assists, a pass defended, and a QB hit. So almost gets home for a sack, but 11 points, 92%. He's in your lineup every week, especially in defensive tackle leagues. Uh, Samson Ibukov, another decent game here. Uh, three solos, one assist. A TFL pass defended and a QB hit. So 11 points for him on. Hey, 65% of the snaps for a rotational edge rusher is nothing to, to sneeze at. So um, definitely worth consideration in, in some of your deeper leagues. Uh, Jordan Elliott, a Cleveland defensive tackle on the back of a sack, 11 points, just 46% of snaps. Not really chasing that too much. Uh, my guy, Agbunio Okoronkwo, uh, three solos, one assist, a TFL. And a fumble recovery. So, hey, I'll take that for 11 points on 61% snaps. I still would rather start him on a week-to-week basis than Zadari Smith right now. Just a personal preference there. Even though the snaps were lower, uh, he just seems to be giving you more consistent production. So, uh, hopping around, Shaq Leonard, 10 points, 72% of snaps. So, yes, he's he's just going to be all over the place. Uh, we've talked about him at Infinito. I mean, he is what he is at this point. I think he's washed and. You know, you're only starting him if you're desperate. Uh, Quiddy Pay, four solos, one assist. Would have been nice to see him get a sack, but, hey, nine points on 69% of snaps. Nice. So, uh, Matt, I'll turn it to you and see if there's anybody else you want to talk about. From, from the yeah, I looked it up. Uh, JOK seemingly did not get hurt. I'm not okay. saying anything there. Just Browns doing Browns things with their linebackers. So who the yeah. heck knows who they're going to play each and every week? That's where it wasn't. But a couple weeks ago where JOK, you know, was leading the, the team in, in snap percentage. So who the heck knows uh, so what much. they're doing? Very frustrating from our perspective, but I'm sure yeah. they don't uh, care. Uh, no, this <laughs> game was just refreshing because everyone that you sort of were starting from either of these teams expected yeah. to do well, pretty much did. Uh, the only, you know, person that didn't was probably JOK. And even he, I mean, seven <laughs> points, like that's, you're not starting him as anything more than LB3, LB4. And like, that's fine. Like, you know, that's, that's well within the realm of reasonable production. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the only other one that came to mind is yet yeah, Shaquille Leonard and he scored 10, mm-hmm. like I said, double digit points. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's just a, it's a very IDP friendly uh, game, which is nice. And the snaps weren't even like crazy. Well, I guess 75 is a, it's a good well, yeah, 75 and 70. Never mind. Just kidding. Those are it's a little above average. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if we learned anything in this game other than, yeah, the people that you want to be playing are the ones you're mm-hmm. already playing, right? Like I, I yeah. like we, we try to be nuanced here uh, on the IDP Plus podcast and just generally <laughs> in the fantasy advice space. Like we want to tell you, like the ooh, be looking out for. Well, actually, Greg Newsom, actually not a bad example, but it's like yeah, he played ninety nine percent and he didn't produce that much, but like that kind right. of play percentage, he's gonna get up there. Which, yes, actually, that's a good example. Uh, but like the rest of it, like, you know, people that played a lot scored a lot. So, mm. yeah, it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. 
Yeah, these shootouts, right, are really nice for, for IEP purposes. So, um, yeah, for the most part, your studs did their thing. And you even got some, you know, some nice surprise production from some of the fringe guys. So, yep. And uh, again, no, don't don't rush out. Like, don't yeah. go get Tony Fields. Like, no, right. his 40, like he's not going to repeat that. Um, yeah. Zedaria Smith, again, perfectly fine. Defensive uh, line two, DL three. I don't know. Uh, yeah ish like i don't know like yeah we haven't really seen it very consistently with the browns you know yeah uh but yeah it takes you all the way down to uh what samson ebicom with yeah. 11 points at 65 percent. that's still really good so i don't know keep yeah. keep keep on keeping on with these folks yeah um nothing crazy takeaways here um all right i will flip our next game oh i was just, yeah i was gonna say even between zadarius smith and like agbo like Miles Garrett's susceptible to like bad games too. Like it's just you know these edge rushers and these defensive linemen are always going to be like this, even the elite guys. So um, yeah, it just kind of is what it is. So all right, our next game is uh, Buffalo and New England. So this one I didn't really I I because I was getting traveling to the to the birds game at the kind of the close of the one o'clock games and the beginning of the four o'clock. Um, so I wasn't super tuned into this game. Um, so you, you'll have to guide me after I, you know, rattle off the news here, um, see if you have any major takeaways. So uh, Jordan Poyer, 25 points on hundred percent snap. So on the back of a sack, uh, two QB hits, 10 total tackles, uh, five of them solo. So really nice game from Poyer there. Terrell Bernard continues to, to just, you know, this is again why you can sometimes, now again, you have to hit the right linebackers because if you punt on linebacker and don't hit Terrell Bernard, you might be stuck with a JOK. So as much as people can say, you know, punt on linebacker, you know, or you don't have to get the studs at the very top because guys like Terrell Bernard, well, you still have to ensure that you grabbed specifically Terrell Bernard and not any of these other Jamokes who aren't doing anything. So as much as I sort of can subscribe to that type of uh, strategy, you know, you still got to hit the right guy. So really great for the people that did hit on Terrell Bernard. Um, nine solos, two assists, a TFL, and a fumble recovery, 24 points, 100% snaps. Uh, Jamil Preppers, who has been a constant reminder for me, you know, he because he's CB eligible on some of these RSO contract leagues, which is money here. We had 22.1 points, an interception, four solos, four assists, pass defended, QB hit. Uh, so 22.1 points, 99% of snaps. So really great game for Peppers there. Um, Dane Jackson, the Bills corner, played 100% snaps, 17 and a half points, seven solos and nothing else. But hey, for a corner, that's really great. Uh, J.C. Jackson continues to return in New England, five solos, a pass defended for 15 points, 90% of snaps. Nice little streamer potential there um, in, in corner-required leagues. Uh, Kyle Duggar, you know, this is one of his better games in a little bit. Uh, seven solos and a TFL for uh, 15 points. Plays 100% of snaps. We, we have always known that, but uh, the production just hasn't been there with these kind of wonky blowout games. So it's nice that, you know, obviously nice that the Patriots won not only, but could keep their, you know, stud defensive players in here for the whole game that they normally do. So so nice. And now this is just, I I, I, I don't know what to do. The, the linebacker two for Buffalo, it was 
Terrell Dobson, you know, immediate. No, it was Dorian Williams immediately after Matt Milano went down. Terrell Dobson finished that game. Last week, it was Dorian Williams, and Terrell Dobson, like, didn't see the field. And this week, here's Terrell Dobson, five solos, two assists, a TFL for 13 points, 52% of snaps. I'm going to jump right down to Dorian Williams, uh, who had three solos, two assists, nothing else for just eight points on just 35% of snaps. So I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, if Dorian Williams got injured, that maybe explains it. But if he didn't, then we're kind of in a Cleveland situation right now, uh, at least for the LB2, where Terrell Bernard is your you know stud, but these other two, like, who freaking knows at this point? So kind of annoying, kind of frustrating there. Uh, Juwan Bentley, of course, does his thing. Only two solos, but seven assists, so... Uh, a nice little floor there, uh, and a pass defended for 13 points, 99% of snaps. Uh, Teron Johnson, the Bills corner, four solos, and a pass defended, 12 and a half points, 100% of snaps. So it seems like Teron Johnson and Dane Jackson are the 100% snap guys. Uh, did Benford, uh, Christian Benford also played 100% snaps. So it looks like this game was possibly, you know, a lot of uh, nickel. So the, the, the LB2 was probably getting rotated a lot, whereas all three of these corners played 100% of snaps. So there's kind of your storyline, I think, breakdown for why the, the LB2 role was a little bit volatile this week uh, with as much as the Patriots have been throwing lately, kind of by necessity um, and, and having to keep up with the Bills' potent offense there. So I guess that sort of explains it. Um, Anthony Jennings is basically new Matt Judon. Uh, so we've been telling you to, to grab him and he has a nice game here. Still no sack. When that sack comes, he's, he's going to start paying real dividends, but this is still a nice little floor. Five solos, one assist and a TFL for 12 points on, uh, oh yeah, on 97% of snaps. So that's kind of really surprising to me to see a, uh, a Patriots like edge rusher basically getting 97 percent snaps. I don't think Matt Junon has ever even played 97. He probably has, but um Miles Bryant, the, the Patriots corner, four uh, solos, one assist for 11 points, 76 percent of snaps. And Christian Barmore uh has another sack this week, the defensive tackle. So two solos, one assist, a TFL, the sack, and the QB hit for 11 points. On 63% of snaps, you know, that, that's nice. Uh, he's going to be the ultimate. If he doesn't give you a sack, you're going to be disappointed. But when he does, hey, uh, a really nice game. So um, I'll flip it to you if there's uh, people lower on the list that you want to talk about or any of the, the, the top scorers that we talked about. Yeah, so Dorian Williams was straight up benched. He was not uh, injured. He uh, the first article says why he was benched uh, for for Tyrell Dodson. So I think the answer in Buffalo Annoying. is you're not touching their second linebacker. You're just not yeah. doing it. It's it's Terrell Bernard, and that's it. That's all you're going for. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. In general, this game script for both teams was was pretty pretty much ideal from an IDP perspective. There's just a healthy balance of, of rushing and passing the entire day, you know, which kind of leads to, you know, what you're seeing if you're watching on YouTube or, you know, our stats here where, yeah, a healthy balance of, of defensive backs and linebackers sort of leading the way in terms of fantasy points. Uh, and then, you know, not a, not a whole lot of sacks in this game. Well, I'm seeing two, yeah. uh, two, two whole sacks. So, um, yeah. The defensive lines weren't weren't super solid, but uh, you know the, the things I want to talk about is sort of some of the players that we expected to do pretty nice things this year. Finally, having one of those days that we sort of expected, right? So mm -hmm. Jordan Player, he was my sleeper going in. Uh, just 
was healthily uh, around the ball uh, quite a bit. Um, uh, you know, Jabril Peppers, again, like, like Steve said, he's been one of our like, hey, he's getting those snaps right in the spots that, um, you know, where Kyle Duggar has been playing historically to be productive. So he's going to have a big game. Uh, mm-hmm. That interception, great. Uh, you know, don't expect that. But no, he's a solid DB3 moving forward. Um, again, mm-hmm. Duggar finally having that kind of good game. Uh, JC Jackson is really the main name from the Patriots from a waiver wire perspective. So since the mm-hmm. Patriots went and traded for him, he's been getting just elite snap percentages, kind of replaced Christian Gonzalez. Uh, obviously not as good or as exciting as Christian Gonzalez was for me uh, personally, but he's, he's getting the snaps. So he's a perfectly fine cornerback uh, streamer uh, for you moving mm-hmm. forward. Um, yeah. And I think the other, the other thing, my other main takeaway here, uh, Gregory Roos. So, uh, again, stop trying to make fetch happen. Uh, 50% of snaps doesn't really do a whole lot. I think I'm done with him in a redraft space, um, which probably you've been done with him for a minute, right? For those people that don't know names, but like we keep waiting for him to really take that next step and just really hasn't. And that 50% snap share, like we've seen other folks uh, out there that have similar snap percentages that perform more frequently, right? Uh, and Rousseau just, I'm thinking um, like Justin m from the ravens uh like they just, <laughs> they just do it right like in the rotation but like rousseau just i don't know there's something just off with this bills team right now yeah uh, both on offense and on defense uh so uh, i think those are my main my main real takeaways from this game uh as well as i'll keep hammering uh Juwan bentley is exactly who you want him to be every week and that is mm-hmm. an lb3 and that's it and that is that it's some there's something nice about having that in your roster uh that you can just depend on him just to be pretty decent um, and yeah, Christian Barmore, uh, obviously I'm more focused on the Patriots because of my allegiance, but Barmore <laughs> has shown uh, some really nice signs recently. He doesn't get the playtime you necessarily want him to get, uh, but he's starting to play like that player that you want him to. So he's he's not someone I'd go and start yet, but if you are in those ridiculously deep leagues and he's available, like he's starting to show some signs of life. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I wonder what you said, the lack of stacks. Uh, this is something that we break down for our written uh, content subscribers. Uh, Buffalo was only giving up the 25th and 30th most fantasy points to DTs and defensive ends respectively. So this uh, this, this was a bad matchup, um, as well as New England only 13th and 12th. So you know, guys like Greg Rousseau, Leonard Floyd, Bob Miller even going forward are completely matchup dependent. So unless, they, unless we've got green, um, in the opponents uh, for, for DTs or DEs, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much laying off them. So I just wanted to show that we, we are tracking that for you guys um, and recommending when start sits. And, you know, the entire Buffalo pass rushing group was a Hail Mary uh, option this week and pretty much will be unless they have green matchups uh, going forward. So, um, yeah, right right on the money there. Did Von Miller wait? Von Miller even he didn't even show up here. Did he play? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why you're gonna see those guys, even including AJ Appanessa. You know, he'd been hot, and then here he comes with uh two assists and a QB hit on 53%. Like this is a gigantic rotation, it's gonna be different guys every week. And again, unless it's like smash matchups, I don't really want to try to guess who that new guy is gonna be every single week. So Von Miller played six snaps. Yikes! That's six snaps. I thought he was. Uh, thought he was ramping up after a couple of weeks. So, yeah. Same. Who knows? 
All right. Our next game is uh, the Giants and the Commanders. So this was a low-scoring affair, and we uh, we did have Cody Barton go down. So that's why you'll see him towards the bottom of the list there. Um, and why you see David Mayo with nine uh, solos, two assists, including a couple of those were on special teams. Uh, so all that production on just 60% of the snaps. So um, depending on the severity of Cody Barton's injury, uh, David Mayo could be a really nice uh, waiver wire pickup there. Um, at the top of the scoring list, though, we had Deontay Banks, the rookie corner for the Giants, have 23.6 points on 91% of snaps on the back of an interception, a pass defended, two assists, and five solos. So a really nice game for him. And he's definitely a streaming uh, corner target going forward because he is playing a ton of snaps and uh, it's the Giants. So uh, we had the defensive linemen decide to show up this week. Shocking, right? Against the commanders who just give up the most sacks and Sam Howell takes the most sacks. So uh, we had Dexter Lawrence, two solos, four assists, a TFL, two sacks, uh, four QB hits for 21 points on 75 percent snaps you know we told you to start pretty much all of these guys in the written content um benjamin st juice the the commander's corner uh who we've been talking about all year playing 100 of snaps so he's a nice streaming option he's not super consistent but today was a ceiling game with uh four solos uh one assist four passes defended so really busy uh breaking up passes and those should be rewarded uh that, that is an important stat so 21 points on 100% of snaps. Talked about David Mayo. Our guy, Bobby Okariki, uh, seven solos, four assists, and a pass defended, 20 points on 100% of snaps. Love to see it. Uh, both Chase Young and Montez Tweck at home. Chase Young, Chase Young, two sacks, Montez Tweck, one. They each had some tackles, some TFL, some QB hits. So Young has 19 points on 90% of snaps. Montez Tweck, 17 points on 71%. Uh, really nice games from them. Uh, Jason Pinnock, the safety for the Giants, four solos, two assists, a TFL, a sack, a QB hit, 16 points on 100% of snaps. So nice little bounce back game from Pinnock. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau shows up for one solo, three assists, a TFL, one and a half sacks, two QB hits. That's 14 points on 99% of snaps. Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle, two solos, one TFL. Yeah, home for a sack, two QB hits. That's 14 points on 78% snaps. So, again, all the defensive line came to play in this one. Deron Payne right behind him, two solos, two assists, a TFL, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery for 13 points, 85%. That was kind of saved his day there since he didn't get home for a sack. Uh, beyond that, I mean, we saw Xavier McKinney play 100% snaps, 10 points, uh, but just three solos. Two passive defendants, so that kind of saved his day. Uh, Micah McFadden continues to be a nuisance to my Bobby O, uh, our Bobby O take uh, of him, you know, having a break. He's still having a really nice season. I believe he is top 10 at this point in uh, points per game. So big, big will to, you know, shout out uh, the awesome uh, IDP Facebook group who's kind of down on us for Bobby O. And Bobby O's rising to the occasion right now, just racking up those points. Uh, but Mike McFadden here does have uh, 10 fantasy points on 62% of snaps on the back of a half of a sack uh, to go with two QB hits, uh, one solo and four assists. So it seems like McFadden is kind of that, like, um, it's almost like uh, how 
Caden Ellis was last year when he came, you know, came along. He's kind of like the big play, like sack guy. And I don't want to say Bobby O's like Pete Werner, but maybe more like Demario Davis, where he's still on the field a ton and still getting his stats, but like they aren't sending him after the quarterback and he's not, you know, getting the, the fumble recoveries and just all the good splash play stuff that, that McFadden is giving. So um, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, bad news for Bobby Otake. He's not top 10. Oh, uh, he's top close, six, right? He's number oh. six, Steve. He's crushing it. He's number five you in total points. Me. Five in total points. He's six overall in points per game. Uh, Let's go. We told you, folks, there were some people in the comments. You know who you were? They're like, yeah, Bobby O too high. It's like, no, he's going to crush it this year, and he has been crushing it. Uh, uh but yeah, I mean, takeaways from this game, this is a very similar game to one of those other games we just covered. Uh, yeah, the stars you started crushed it. I mean, you want Jonathan Allen to do a little more from that defensive tackle position. Uh, again, yeah. there's some pretty high variance there, 76% of snaps. Uh, you know, he's going to get his eventually. Uh, yeah. You also want more, way more from Cameron Curl. Uh, big, big downer of a game, but 100% of defensive snaps. Um, I was just looking at it in terms of overall scoring in safeties. And even despite his uh, poor showing there. Mm -hmm. uh, he's still uh, fifth uh, in overall points. So you're, you're still playing him. Obviously, you know, you sometimes, you know, these, these players are, are people too, and they have off days and that's okay, yeah. but he got the snap percentage and that's, and that's really all that matters. Um, I think that the main negative takeaway since I'm from new England, we have to go negative, you know, Jamin Davis just not lived up to the potential he had, uh, this entire year, he played 99% of the snaps, which is exactly what you want him to do. Um, and that was, you know, taking over for Cole Holcomb. Like he's, he sees the snap percentage, but for whatever reason, just has not performed. And I still think he's an LB3, LB4, like with that snap percentage, right? Like it's hard to find that. Um, he's definitely a hold if you have him. But I don't know. I might, I might just poke around the waiver wire and, and see who else is there. Uh, cause he just has not so done it. So Cody Barton, it appears high ankle sprain, which means he'll probably take the four-week stint on IR, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Uh, give me David Mayo over Jamin Davis. Like, mm -hmm. I, I give me the safety potential. Um, you know, Jamin Davis has been living off sacks this year, uh, which is fine. But, I, you know, when he disappears, yeah, I mean, I guess seven total tackles, if you combine them, is, is fine. Um, but five of them were assists. Like he just isn't. I just fear that he's not very good. Well, the um, the, the, the thing is here is when you look for these you know opportunities when it comes from injury, you're looking for yeah. someone who has yet to have an opportunity who can make the yeah. most of it, right? And people are like, oh, Jamin Davis, of course he's going to absorb that role and be good. No, he's gotten this playtime the entire year. He just hasn't made anything of it. Like what you're looking for is the person that's going to take the spot on the defense because they're not going to move Jamin Davis from where he is. Where he's at, right? Um, Sure, the, the commanders lost, but it was a dang good defensive game, right? They didn't mm. get up 14 points, right? Like, they, they, yeah. what are you going to do? Um, no, you're looking for someone uh, like David Mayo who's going to take the role of the Cody Barton uh, mm. on that defense and, and you know, put up those points, right? So, uh, mm. no, it's – it's. I think I'm out. I think I'm out on Jamin Davis. And, again, yeah. nine points is fine. Again, you're not playing him anything more than LB3, LB4. But I'm looking for someone in that spot that can, you know, flirt with the LB2 range a little bit. And he has not done it at all. And I think there's other players out there that can do that. 
Yeah, I mean, if he adds a sack to the stat line, of course it you know boosts him right up there, and it's a really nice game. But again, you're you're all you're almost needing that sack, and like I just I hate guys like that where like I I want the I want the nice floor, and then if the sack happens, it's just a an awesome like sweetener, and you know goes from like 15 points to 22 points. Like right. that's the kind of jump that I want. I don't want this like the single digits, and I need the sack to get around 15 points. Like, no thank you. So, um, again, give me David Mayo. It looks like he's the, the replacement. Pretty easy there. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's he's your definite, like, waiver-wired target from this game, yeah. I would say. Uh, also, if you're in, yeah. I was say, shout-out to any defensive lineman playing against the commanders. Because you're yeah. – You just who play are, them all. Yeah. Who are, who are they playing next week? Let's take a quick, quick little <laughs> yeah, look-see call. here. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's the Eagles. Uh, Ooh. Who, who you're already going to be playing all those defensive linemen anyway. Yeah. But, uh, Jalen Carter, gonna... breakout 2.0. Beast. <laughs> uh, very nice. Um, I, my last thing I was going to say, uh, if you're desperate for defensive back or safety help, Percy Butler is sort of the Derek Forrest replacement. He is playing 100% of snaps. Again, more of that free safety role. So, not the greatest, you know, ceiling for for opportunities, but he is playing 100 percent staff. Definite, like desperate play. So if you're in like a contract league or something, and you need a, a free agent hail mary, uh, then Percy Butler might be that guy for you. So um, next game, we got Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Uh, a little top heavy. Um, so Jamel Dean starts off with 26 and a half points. Uh, the corner for Tampa Bay. Nine solos, one assist, and a fumble recovery for 98% of staff. So uh, he, he could be a nice little streamer here. But, of course, this is a ceiling game, and nobody played him, so don't go chasing it. Um, Bonte David, back-to-back, really nice games, 24 points uh, on 100% of snaps. Uh, he got, you know, uh, eight solos, five assists, a TFL on a pass defended. So, yeah, he's, he's kind of crushing it right now. And this is what happens. We have a couple of Bonte David games. We hope that especially the Devin White owners hope that, you know, we flip over to some good Devin White games here uh, coming up in the, in the near future. But um, so right now the past couple have been all Levante David. Uh, Richie Grant shows up for five solos, three assists, a pass defended and an interception for 21.4 points, hundred percent assess. So it's a, again, similar to the Levante David versus Devin White. We have Richie Grant versus Justin Bates this week, and it's a Richie Grant week. Nate freaking Landman, Nathan Landman continues to steal my Caden Ellis stats. I'm kind of I I got rid of Ellis in some in some uh, salary cap leagues. I just pivoted to other guys because I'm just sick of this Nate Landman. But uh, five solos, seven assists, and a forced fumble for 20 points on just 77 percent of stats. So uh, he's another waiver wire gold pickup right now. <laughs> uh, Shaq Barrett, the uh, Bucks edge rusher, has a nice game. Four solos, three assists, a pass defended, and a sack, and a forced fumble for 20 points on 66% of snaps. It's about average for his snaps. So, you know, this was a good game, and he can also disappear. A.J. Terrell, the corner, three solos, two assists, three pass defended uh, for 17 points, 100% of snaps. You know, this is a nice fantasy game for Terrell. He's usually not doing this. So, uh, although he plays 100% of snaps, he's more of this, like, shutdown type corner guy so you're not really going to get these stats uh very consistently from him 
Uh, Ryan Neal, the safety for the Bucs, has a nice game. Six solos, four assists, nothing else. But, hey, that's 16 points on 92% of snaps. Uh, beats out his counterpart, Antoine Winfield, who had uh, four solos, three assists, a pass defended, and a forced fumble, which was also uh, 16 points on 98% of snaps. So uh, both really good games from both of them. So, oh, I said bested. He was just ahead of him. Uh, they had the same exact score. <laughs> um, Jeff Akuda, the corner for the Falcons. He's the fantasy corner that I would be more interested in. Uh, five solos, one assist, a pass defended for 16 points, 95% of snaps. Really nice. Uh, Clay Campbell, hey, he's, we said last week that, you know, he just had his 100th sack of his career and, we're not going to expect that, but hey, he shows up again. Maybe he's getting some steam here. Uh, one solo, three assists, the sack, uh, QB hit, and a forced fumble. So 13 points on 68% of snaps. I think he could be uh, a streaming option uh, if you're desperate um, in some DT required leagues. So um, yeah, keep your eyes on him in, in plus matchups. Uh, David Onyemata, the other uh, Falcons defensive tackle, a similar stat line, uh, one solo. Three assists, a TFL, a sack, three QB hits. That's 13 points on 58% of saps. My guy, Caden Ellis, you know, not a terrible game, but just the, the ceiling doesn't seem to be there this year. Uh, five solos, one assist, one TFL, and that's 12 points. Did play 100% of saps. So this is what this was just driving me nuts with these two. Ellis playing 100%, Lamin playing 77. Lamin's just getting all the stats. I don't know what's going on. It's really frustrating. Um, Jesse Bates, you know, has a decent enough game. Five solos, one assist, nothing else. That's 11 points on 100% of snaps. And Joe Tryon, Tryon Shoryinka in some places. Uh, the Bucks' other edge rusher, four solos, two assists, one TFL uh, for 11 points on 69% of snaps. Nice. Um you know he's coming along with some consistency. This is this is a decent floor game. If if uh, he didn't get home, he used to be a sack or bust guy, and in this one, you know he he gives us some nice floor stats. So um, Devin White, unfortunately, kind of a dud. Uh, just three solos, two assists, and nothing else. Playing a hundred percent of snaps. Uh, you know, which had sixty five snaps available. So kind of a stinker for Devin White. Uh, you know, going to happen. So. Uh, yeah. Any, anyone else you want to touch on here? No, I think you, I think you nailed it. You know, um, uh, yeah, you expect greater things from Devin white, but we kind of yeah. touched on him in the past, you know, he's kind of an LB two with you hope for the LB one upside. He's yet to really do any of that at all this year. I still, okay. even with these stinkers, I still think you play him as an LB three. Like if you get him, go play him. Right. Uh, but it, in more shallow redraft leagues, he's just not doing it. He's one of these guys. I I use this phrase with Sean a lot last week. I think I'm going to use it more. Like he's unfortunately kind of like forcing you to start him <laughs> because of the the snaps that he plays, and we know what he can do. Um, right. and it's just really frustrating. When he has games like this, right? So you know, other yeah, other than him, uh, yeah. Again, the 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 star sort of went out for you. You know, uh, like you, you like the Grant. And uh, and Bates combo there at safety with Atlanta, yeah. and you know they performed adequately well. You might not predict which ones can go off in any given yeah. week, but they're both <laughs> putting up perfectly decent numbers from a fantasy yeah. perspective. Um, yeah, nice to see Shaquille Barrett get up there. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I if I fully trust uh, that yeah. with the sixty six percent of snap percentage. Uh, 
you could do far worse, obviously, if you're streaming, but I think that's very much matchup dependent there. Um, I love me some Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Uh, this is the first game in a minute, uh, to my recollection. Granted, I've been traveling a whole bunch that he's played this kind of snap percentage. Like, I, I feel like they've been easing him back from he's perennially injured. He's always hurt. Right. Uh, but yeah, 95%. Uh, to your point, if, if he's playing that much and AJ Terrell is. Yeah who age trail is, which is typically the more shutdown corner. Jeff Okuda is the fantasy relevant cornerback. And he was one of my sleepers mm-hmm. going into this year. Uh, all he has to do is be able to play and he's going to rack up points like this. Right. And that's perfectly yeah. reasonable output for, for streaming a cornerback. Right. Uh, so, so that's really nice. Um, yeah. Disappointing snap percentage for Christian. I uh, there for yeah. the Tampa Bay cornerback, the rookie. Um, he, he started the year with a bang. Um, Kind of, I think he got hurt. I think he got hurt um, at some point in the year. He just hasn't really lived up to where he started up. But again, rookie, rookie, it's okay. You're, you're. This is why you stream cornerbacks, right? You ride some hot yeah. hands. You're, you ride different players, but just disappointing. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh, you're probably not starting him, but uh, yeah. those of us in those deeper dynasty leagues, you know, you got to yeah. pay attention to those folks. Uh, yeah. Other than that, yeah, pretty standard game from the people you'd expect to be pretty decent other than the people that we talked about. So, uh, yeah, keep playing everyone as you're playing them. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what is our next game? Next game is going to be Pittsburgh and the Rams. So, let me filter to those guys real quick here. All right. Um, so, we had, yeah, that game. Let me check. What, how did that game? Uh, oh, yeah, Pittsburgh squeezed out the win. Um, we didn't have much, uh, IDP meat on the bone in this one, unfortunately. So, uh, our guy, Michael Hecht, uh, four solos, three assists, two TFLs, two sacks and two QB hits and a forest fumble. So just a monster game. Uh, he's been, you know, hovering, uh, around this kind of production all year. He's been playing decently. He was a nice sleeper that we liked. Uh, but this was, this was a nice little breakout game for him. So. 26 points on 93% snaps. I can, without looking, I can pretty confidently say that's his uh, highest snap count that he's seen all year long. Uh, somebody can fact check me on that, but I, I'm pretty confident in saying that. He's been in like the 80s, like high 70s um, all year, which is why we've always kind of like, hey, he's a nice little, you know, dark throw streamer if you need it because he's, he's playing the snaps just like his counterpart, the rookie Byron Young. Uh, so this just happened to be a, uh, a hecked uh, game. Um, although Byron Young did okay too. Um, after that, we drop off uh, pretty significantly. So Mika Fitzpatrick, uh, everyone knows, you know what he can do: six solos, five assists, nothing else. Would have been nice to have some uh, some splash plays in there. But 17 points, 100% snaps. Uh, Kobe Durant, the Rams corner, four solos, one assist, uh, a pass defended, a QB hit. That's 14 and a half points on 100% of snaps. Uh, TJ Watt saves his day uh, with just one solo, a pass defended, but an interception. So that's 12.4 points on 84% of snaps. Again, uh, would have liked to see more out of TJ on 84% of snaps there. But, you know, this is what he is. He's a big play monster. So even when you just get the one tackle and no sack, he helps you out with the interception there. So that's why the, we love TJ. <laughs> the best players find a way. And, you uh-huh. know, yeah, yeah, yep, he had this playing day. Oh, he only scored 12 and a half points. Oh, geez. Uh, they find a way. Yeah. 
Larry Ogunjobi, the defensive tackle on the Steelers, two solos, two assists, a TFL. He got a sack and a QB hit. That's 12 points, 72% of sacks. He's always been kind of my favorite as the Cameron uh, Hayward fill-in, um, but his he's just incredibly lumpy, and he's never going to give you good consistency. I think this is his first sack of the year, maybe second. Um, so, yeah, that's they're few and far between. Um, Cole Holcomb, a decent enough game, three solos, five assists. We'd like to see that kind of flip-flop there next next time. Uh, a TFL uh, for 12 points on 82% of snaps. We saw the other LBs uh, not play that much in this game. So your Quan Alexanders and your Elandon Roberts of the world had, had duds in this one, unfortunately. Um, the rookie, Nick Herbig, uh, you know, kind of stealing some, some stats from uh, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith here in this one. He had three solos, a TFL, a sack, and a QB hit for 12 points on just 18 percent of staff so in your redraft he's you know don't chase it but dynasty i really like nick herbig because you know tj watt is no spring chicken um and, and nick herbig looks to be you know kind of next man up here um and, and i think he does yeah i know he's not tj watt but he possesses the ceiling i mean he's very much on the same level i would say as alex highsmith from a talent perspective so i think whenever it is time that you know tj watt moves on from this team or his career uh nick herbig is absolutely a deep dynasty stash uh for sure and i would not be you know i would taxi him as long as you can i would stash him as long as you possibly can don't throw him into a trade you want to hold on to this guy um big big things in the future for herbig uh christian roseboom the lb2 from the rams uh out out does ernest jones in this one with four solos two assists a pass defended that's 12 points on 53 percent of snaps uh demonte casey gets 11 points on 85 percent of snaps the safety um quentin lake the rams other safety uh 10 points on just 49 percent of snaps. this is second week in a row where he's been uh you know giving us some really nice production on limited snap counts there um, and outproducing uh, Russ Yeast and actually just barely uh, beat Jordan Fuller in this one. So Fuller had nine points on 100% of snaps. Uh, and you see right behind there, I got to mention my guy, Byron Young, uh, you know, a decent enough stat line for the rookie edge rusher, three tackles, uh, a TFL, and two QB hits for nine points, 95% of snaps. So, um, yeah, if we flick down some of the disappointments here, Ernest Jones, one solo, and three assists on 81%. I'm not sure if the injury flared up at all. Um, he's been questionable for the past two weeks. So we're not looking, we're not trending in a great direction for one of our other favorites, Ernest Jones, who started the year great, um, but now is battling this injury. So Christian Roseboom had been, you know, not really someone to think about with a healthy Ernest Jones, is now someone you definitely need to keep your eyes on for the waiver wire depending on Ernest Jones' status, or if you have bye weeks and, and whatnot and you, and you need some help, uh, Roseboom could definitely be a guy to take over there. Um, Alex Highsmith only gave us two solos on 78%. Again, Nick Herbig kind of stole the sack there. So better days to come for Highsmith. Um, and I mentioned Quan Alexander and Elandon Roberts, both with low fantasy scores. Elandon Roberts, 28% of stats. Quan Alexander, 69%. Nice, but not a nice fantasy score this week. So 
you know, hopefully he bounces back from a production standpoint. It is nice to see that he regains sort of those LB2 snap shares in this one, but uh, just disappointing production. So I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, so this is the first game for Ernest Jones that he scored fewer than 15 points. So even with the uh, nagging injury, uh, you know, Jones has been an absolute rock star. So uh, obviously monitor uh, how much he's practicing, but if he's playing, you're starting him. No no questions asked. Uh, along those same lines, you know, obviously Aaron Donald, you know, subpar game. We kind of already talked about it. he's not the same Aaron Donald he once was, but Again, getting a defensive tackle that's playing 86% of snaps, you'll take that any day of the week. Uh, so you are absolutely uh, playing him. Uh, also of note, Cole Holcomb did leave for a little bit with a oh. foot injury. He did come back. Uh, I don't know what they what kind of things they can do to players, let them get back in after they're injured in the span <laughs> of an hour. Uh, but monitor just to see, just to see, you know, if he's going to be uh, playing next week. Uh, you know, especially foot injuries, like they're kind of difficult. So uh, obviously yeah. he produced pretty decently in this game. But again, as you are always doing, you're monitoring, uh, you're, you're seeing what's going down. Uh, but just, just take a little look, see uh, Echo Holcomb moving forward. Uh, yeah, otherwise, um, yeah, freaking Michael Hoked. Is that how you say his name? I say hacked, hoked, hacked whatever. <laughs> Michael H. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> continues to to. Uh, prove them their haters wrong. Like 93% snap share is so freaking high. Like, especially that defensive end position, uh, you're, it's going to be hard for someone like getting that much play time to not fall into being some sort of IDP relevant mm-hmm. every week, right? So uh, if he's available uh, and you need a defensive end, yeah, go ahead and get him. Like, I, I feel pretty confident starting him as a, a DE2 uh, pretty much anywhere at this point. With that kind of play time, like, I don't know. Like, I, that's, that's nice. <laughs> you don't really see yeah. that. Um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, I think you kind of nailed the the overall hierarchy of this game. I, I love yeah. Larry O, big Larry O, DT scoring yeah. uh, a decent amount of points. I feel like we yeah. have, he's been a perennial DT favorite, uh, just hasn't really shown up until today. Uh, so, right. uh, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is another one of those games. Like, I feel like a lot of these Kind of a weird be, one. Yeah, there's, there's weird, like, a lot of these uh, high-scoring points. Like, Nick Herb, Herbig being... Scoring 12 points, it's like, what? On 18% of snaps, what the heck happened there? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think the last thing I'll end on is just, yeah, just the Byron Young, 95% of snaps. Like, that is not not mm-hmm. something to sneeze at. Like, again, we're talking, we're like, oh, Michael H getting 93%. That's a rookie getting yeah. 95% of snaps. And, like, mm-hmm. that, the Rams are in this weird spot where we thought they'd be really bad this year, and then they right. kind of were better than we thought they'd be. But right. also, there's kind of coming back to earth, right? Being kind of worse than that would be. So we kind of expected a lot of those rookies to get a lot of playing time. We have a lot of run to kind of figure out if, you know, they're actually going to be something real. And, you know, we really yeah. liked Byron Young coming out of the draft. And, you know, we liked this this spot for him. It's like, yeah, if he's going to be getting 95% of snaps, like you have to go at least get him and redraft. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a perfectly fine buy we fill in. I'm not saying, because we know defensive ends, rookies, like, it's hard to be consistent. It's It's... It's hard to find those folks like a like a Miles Garrett or a Max Crosby. Obviously, you know some of the best of the best, or even uh, T.J. Watt from this game that's going to fall into twelve points, right? Uh, right. But Byron Young, as someone yeah. that you know, sneaky bye week fill in is going to be there for you. Get the play time and you know not put up a goose egg, which is kind of what you're looking for. Yep, yeah, Um, 
another disappointment, uh, just to point out, Aaron Donald, four assists and two QB hits. That was good for just six points on 86. So he continues to kind of see age catching up with him, I think, a little bit there. So, um, yeah, this was a little goofy one with just not a ton of uh, uh, IEP production to go around there. So um, Arizona and Seattle is our next game. So Jordan Brooks, a nice little close to a monster game, six solos, three assists, two TFLs, a pass defended, a half of a sack, and a QB hit. All that goes for 22 points on just 70% of staffs. Um, right below him, thank goodness, we see Bobby Wagner uh, back to life with six solos, three assists, nothing else. But, hey, that's still 15 points, 100% of snaps. Uh, he, was, he was worrying us a little bit the past couple of weeks uh, with some duds there. So nice to see him back uh, into double digits uh, at least. Uh, Daryl Taylor, the edge rusher, uh, just one solo, two assists, but a TFL, a pass defended, one and a half sacks, and two QB hits. That's 15 points on just 59% of staff. I'll say probably don't chase that. This rotation, it's a different guy every week. It's Boyd Mafe, it's Uchen Nuosu, it's Draymond Jones, it's Jaron Reed. Like, it's just a different freaking guy every week, and it's impossible to predict. So unless you're desperate or playing really deep leagues, you're throwing these guys out as Hail Marys every week, and they're either going to give you 15 points or like three to five points. So as you're going to see at the bottom of the list there. <laughs> um, Andre Chartray, who is uh, cornerback eligible on MFL. We told you this before, and we told you this last week, a bit of a cheat code. He plays safety for the, for the uh, Cardinals, but he is a corner eligible. So, you know, we tried to tell you last week, we told you in the written content to go grab this guy, especially if you play on MFL, total cheat code, and he rewards you with six solos this week. So that's 15 points uh, with cornerback premium scoring in our in our uh, IDP invitational scoring on uh, 100% of staff. So we have to talk about this uh, between him, uh, the return of Buda Baker, and Kayvon Wallace disappears. So... Not great. I, I got to dig into that. Uh, maybe as I'm continuing, you can research this a little bit. I don't know if there was an injury or if he just straight up got benched because Kayvon Wallace turned in a zero burger and I don't think played any defensive snaps either. So something really strange going on there. We're going to have to dig into it. But for now, it looks like for this week, Andre Chartier was the, you know, the cheat code in the home run here. So, uh, you know, Buda Baker below him also had – uh, six solos, one TFL, nothing else. Uh, but since he's not a cornerback in MFL, that was just 13 points on 100% of snaps there. Um, a guy I had mentioned a handful of times in written content, a rookie uh, UDFA, uh, Starling Thomas, the cornerback in this one, plays uh, 100% of snaps. So that's awesome for me to see. Uh, four solos, a TFL, and a pass defended. That's 13 and a half points. Keep your eyes on him. Maybe don't go out and grab him just yet. Um, but someone in your CB required leagues, I really like this kid. Uh, a, a, a guy that I rely on for tape watching, really liked him and called him out in the pre-draft process. He's a speedster. He's got special teams abilities if the Cardinals so choose to use him that way. And the fact that he just walked into 100% of snaps in week seven is pretty interesting to me. So I'm keeping my eye out uh, for Starling Thomas, the, the rookie corner. Um, Garrett Williams, the other rookie corner, uh, for, for the Cardinals, two solos, a pass defended, grabs an interception in this one for 13 
and a half points on just 43% of snaps, however. So I don't know that I would chase that. Jamal Adams, a nice little return here. Uh, ramps back up to 100% of snaps. That's great to see. Five solos, one assist, and a pass defended, 13 points. Let's hope that he can keep this going and not get re-injured this year. Um, here's Boy Mafe, the other edge rusher. Two solos, one assist, one TFL, a pass defended. He also got a sack, a QB hit for 13 points, 79% of snaps. So nice, uh, nice for the Seattle edge rusher, Boy Mafe there. Uh, Julian Love still uh, relevant with five solos, one assist, one pass defended for 13 points on 91% of snaps. So we were really worried last week. We saw the snaps nosedive with Jamal Adams. This week, they pop back up along with um, now Quandre Diggs is here at the bottom. But again, he plays that free safety role. So just three solos, one pass defended for eight points, but 100% of snaps. So this is kind of interesting, a three-headed monster at safety here. What's going on? I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, we'll dig into these stats, but this is this is an interesting one. Uh, we talked about Buda Baker's return. Devon Witherspoon, hey, for a rookie corner, four solos and one pass defended. That's 12 and a half points playing 100% snaps. I mean, he, he's giving you really nice uh, production here. Because uh, you're white, you know, he's an auto start for me. Uh, kind of a down game in this one, but hey, Three solos, two assists, two TFLs, a pass defended. That's still 12 points on 100% of snaps. You know, I'm, I'm not too upset with that. He's given us some really nice games uh, previously. Um, I will call out Josh Woods, the LB2. Seems to have that on lock in Arizona. Four solos, two assists with nothing else. That was still 10 points on 87% uh, percent of snaps. Zayvon Collins still continues to be disappointed. Hey, he got a sack in this one. Hooray, but that's only nine points still, 63% of snaps. He only had one solo, one assist, a TFL, and a QB hit, like all just kind of tertiary stuff on, you know, no real production there outside of the sack. So, oh, all right. Any Who do you want to talk about here? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, looking at these scores, this is one of those games that anyone you threw out there from either of these teams really did it for you. Um, obviously, Reek Willen, uh, Tariq Willen has not yeah. lived up to last year's uh, ridiculous breakout rookie campaign, if you call it a rookie campaign breakout. Um, still five points, but he's playing 100% of the snaps. Uh, I love them there, rookie cornerbacks. I don't know. I'm infatuated by them, so I love seeing uh, Devin Witherspoon put up 12.5 points, again, on that 100% snaps. Um, so he's definitely someone that I, I love streaming at cornerback. Uh, I think he's doing some good stuff there. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I still can't I can't put my finger on uh, the Cardinals defense. You know, yeah. I just don't know what to expect from them and who do you even expect things from. I think the only one, and you think you mentioned him, uh, Kaiser White, sort of like the only one that's like, yeah, I'm starting him, right, for, for the Cardinals on, on defense. Uh, right. I don't know, the three cornerbacks – Scoring so highly, it's like, I don't love any of that. I mean, Buda Baker, obviously, you know, came back pretty strong. I guess he's another one of those auto starts for me as well. Yeah. But like everyone else, like, you're not – I'm not feeling confident rolling out Dennis Gardeck, who might be – maybe only put 30% of snaps, but he's put up some pretty good stats all year. Uh, Zayvon Collins is just smells a little bit to me. Like, I, I don't yeah. truly trust him. Um, like, that's it for the Cardinals, right? It's like it's Buda Baker – uh, Jalen Thompson when he's healthy, but obviously he's he's not. Um, yeah, Buda Baker and Kaiser White and everyone else. Like I don't know. Even the cornerbacks, like it's so matchup dependent. 
like get out of here. Right. Meanwhile, I feel like Seattle we have a pretty good pulse on, right? Like Jordan Brooks, Bobby Wagner, uh uh Julian Love, uh Boye Mafe. Uh you know, I, I feel like I feel like they're 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 uh what uh they're 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 writing the checks that that they can get. Ah, I'm blanking on the expression. Like they're they're the ones that you want to be doing well, and they are right. right oh, Jamal Adams right. is the one I'm. Um, yeah, I was thinking of. Um, yeah, yeah. So and and they did it, and they did it in this game. Like obviously, just very I guess average. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, looking at these scores, a lot of people scored close to ten points in this game. Uh, right. So I guess is is average, but also it wasn't average because there's just a lot of freaking points scored. Um, yeah, I don't know how much there is to unpack in this game, other than yeah, you're 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 playing the players that you want to be playing for both of these teams. And again, I don't trust the Cardinals. I just don't trust them. Oh, you can't after Kevon Wallace played uh, played a hundred percent snaps almost from week two on, and then Buda Baker returns. Um, I guess he's the immediate backup just to Buda Baker and they don't want him on the field if Buda Baker's healthy because they, yeah, he played special teams and that's it. So uh, that's crazy to me. I, I might still be holding on to him just to see how things shake out. Uh, but, you know, Jalen Thompson also didn't play. So I guess Andre Charchere is the, is the Jalen Thompson direct backup. Um, so we're going to have to monitor if he's coming back. Charchere might not be a cheat code after this one week either. Um, but, yeah, it's just a mess. Uh, you're starting Buda Baker and Kizir White, and that's about it. Um, unfortunately, it looks like Uchenna Wosu um, might need season-ending pec <gasps> surgery. So that's why oh, he no. was down here at only 35% of snaps. So after I just said Darrell Taylor and Boy Mafe, and it's a different guy every week, with Uchenna Wosu now – Right. presumably out of the picture, they become much more attractive, much more potentially safer uh, options uh, moving forward here. So definitely worth um, some consideration depending on the depth of your league for, for waiver wire pickups. So yeah, this safety situation is is go- is goofy and annoying um, to see Kayvon Wallace just plummet, uh, plummet down this year. Because even when Buda Baker was still healthy, Kayvon Wallace was getting playing time so i'm very confused at what just happened here um, it's the cardinals yeah it's that's jonathan gannon man he's a nut job so yeah and zayvon collins stinks uh i will stand by that uh for the rest of eternity so um yeah i don't think any other crazy injuries to talk about on this one so we are going to go to uh green bay and denver so this is another one where there wasn't really a lot of um idp meat on the bone either so you can see our top score there is uh green bay cornerback harrington valentine who did play 100 percent of the staff but it was only 59 and on the denver side their 100 was just 64 because so not a lot of defensive snaps to go around in this one probably I assume a lot of punting or or just uh, scoring <laughs> uh, in this one. Um, you know, it was only 17-19, but like field goals and whatnot. So um, he had uh, seven solos, one assist, and nothing else. And that was the top uh, IDP scorer in this one. So kind of crazy. Uh, Alex Singleton, six solos, five assists with TFL. That's 18 points. Continues to play 100% versus his counterpart, Jersey Jewel, who had – uh, five solos, five assists, and nothing else, and continues to play 84%. So 
Um, not really sure. I guess he, you know, maybe Singleton has just won the job. I'm not. I'm not really sure there. Um, Isaiah McDuffie, the Devontae Campbell replacement, uh, best uh, Quay Walker in this one. He had seven solos and three assists for 17 points on just 66% of snaps. Uh, so just 39 defensive snaps for all that production um, is very interesting there. So, uh, you know, as long as Devontae Campbell's out, Isaiah McDuffie is certainly worth a roster consideration and, you know, is a Hail Mary uh, starter every every week for, for the most part as long as uh, Campbell is out. And Walker was also questionable in this one, but very nice to see Quay Walker return to 100% of snaps, although the production wasn't uh, great. Just four solos, one assist, two TFLs for 11 points. But, hey, I'm more concerned about seeing him back to 100% of snaps. We know about that ceiling. It's there. And, you know, we had Isaiah McDuffie kind of eat into his production a little bit there. Um, you'll see P.J. Locke, a uh, safety for Denver. Uh, he played just 23% of snaps but did get an interception. So do not go chase his 13.4 points this week. Uh, Kareem Jackson, the safety, had four solos, one assist, and a pass defended for 11 points on 77% of snaps. Uh, Rudy Ford, the Packers safety, continues to best uh, Darnell Savage um, for a few weeks in a row here now. So Rudy Ford, uh, four solos, three assists, nothing else. But hey, that's 11 points on 100% of snaps. So he's someone I'm definitely interested in, uh, you know, going forward here as a, you know, deeper league streamer at defensive back. Um, I'm going to hop around here. Jonathan Cooper, uh, no sack this week, but he did have three solos, three assists, and a QB hit. That's 10 points, 69% of stats. Nice. Um, I'm going to flip down to Nick Benito, just two solos. Uh, for four points on 62%. So Benito and Cooper are essentially playing the same snaps. Uh, but we did see Ronnie Perkins, who is kind of like the Randy Gregory replacement, um, a younger guy. Uh, he did only play 34% of snaps, but ate into some of that production um, from the edge rusher position. He had three solos, two TFLs, and a QB hit. Ronnie Perkins is a very talented kid. Uh, he just, you know, had a lot of uh, injury issues coming into the league. I believe he was drafted on a torn ACL or a torn Achilles, something like that. So he's had to work back here for a couple of years. And uh, he's someone I'm definitely keeping my eye on. Um, we did see Baron freaking Browning return in this one uh, to just one assist and one pass defended, three points on 45%. Again, not someone I'm worried about, you know, eating into the production of Cooper or Benito. Uh, I honestly would be more uh, worried about Ronnie Perkins, who is a supremely uh, more talented uh, edge rusher and, and football player than, than Baron Browning is. Um, beyond that, uh, Zach Allen, another kind of meh game, uh, three solos, one assist, and one QB hit for eight points. Still the snaps are there, 77%, but... Um, uh, kind of a disappointing game. Oh, Rashawn Gary here checks in with just two solos, one assist, and one QB hit. So, you know, it would have been nice if he converted that hit to a sack. But, hey, you know, these are the types of games he's going to have. Six points on uh, – nice to see 68% of snaps. So we've seen him all year kind of tick, 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 ticking up. So feels like that health is, is there. And, uh, you know, the breakout is right around the corner. Uh, Justin Simmons, the safety, two solos, two assists. Uh, for six points, did play 100% snap, so that's worth uh, continuing to most likely roll out. Just kind of a down game. So, 
Um, anybody you want to touch on here? Yeah, Quay Walker, disappointing game, being 11 points. That's great. Uh, yeah. He's still the ninth overall linebacker in points nice. per game. So, like, you're rolling him out there no matter what. Uh, it's funny you just mentioned Justin Simmons. I just looked him up because I'm i of the same mindset as you. That's like, oh, yeah, he's doing pretty decent. Like, he's the 48th points per game safety out there right now. I don't even know if he's somebody he, you rolled out there. He gets the play time. Uh, but other than, like, those deeper leagues, I don't know. Like, dude, he was hurt a couple games. He was yeah. hurt a couple games. But still, it's, it's not good. That's good. his points per game rank, not just yes, overall. That, that is his points Damn. per game. Just disappointing, okay. disappointing year. Well, let me, well, make sure. Actually, it might have been sorting it wrong. Hold on, hold on. We're nothing but fair here. Oh, sorry. He goes it's all the way possible. up. To, he goes all the way up to forty fifth. Okay, uh, yeah. Points per game. Interesting. Uh, so, I don't know. It's just not looking good. And he had one good game a couple weeks ago. Other than that, right? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, no, in this game, yeah, I think the I think you you nailed it. The Devondre Campbell replacement uh, there in Green Bay yeah. is worthwhile. I mean, the Packers' defensive scheme has always proven to be able to support two linebackers. I mm-hmm. think it's without question, based on what we said. Kind of Quay Walker is the you know the new LB one, like this mm-hmm. the smash play, uh, and he offers the 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 rare upside there where he has like the pretty safe floor in, in tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he often shows up on the stat sheet with some sort of splash play. Didn't have that this game, but again, that floor of 10 or 11 points is really, really nice to have. Uh, again, we eat our losses here. Uh, yes. The Singleton and Josie jewel fans in Denver had their day with us today. Uh, they both, they both performed pretty well there in that linebacker spot mm-hmm. uh, for Denver. Yes, they did it. Hooray. Uh, I still like other people have higher upside. But yeah, I think I think that the main disappointment is Nick Benito. Uh, Nick Benito yeah. with the four points. Uh, 62% snap share, though, is really nice. Uh, he's definitely on the ascent. Mm-hmm. So those of you in Dynasty who've been holding on to him, like he is going to show up for you, or at least he's going to have as many opportunities as he can possibly have uh, to show up for you moving forward. Uh, not really relevant in redraft at all based off of the up and down nature of him in that spot, unless you're in, you know, one of those sicko leagues, like some of us are in uh, where he still has some value there. But, um, but no, I, I think, I think, I think this game, uh, again, odd, odd IDP scoring game. I feel like we have a lot of those. Maybe that's just the the nature of the beast of, of the, of the types of leagues we play in uh, where, you know, it, hard hard to predict certain things but there's, there's not really many people that disappointed hugely um and then the players that we thought would play well sort of did so, so yeah yeah the, the another disappointment uh kenny clark the defensive tackle i should say not defensive end uh zero points played 83 percent of staff so no injury there just a zero burger day we did have a knee injury to Devonte wyatt so uh, three points on just 17% of staff. So, um, Kenny Clark hopefully will start to give us some production if if Wyatt misses some time, which it sounds like he will probably miss at least some sort of significant amount of time. Um, so let's hope that uh, Kenny Clark bounces back in those uh, in those DT leagues. So, all right, our second to last game is uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, you know, Taylor's just, you know, good luck for this Chiefs team. Um, the IDP scores here, though, 
are kind of meh, um, kind of top heavy this week. So Jerry Sneed takes takes another one in the W column against uh, um, Trent McDuffie in this one. So uh, he comes away with 22.4 points on 100% of snaps on the back of an interception this week. So really nice. Hey, Kenneth Murray is still doing really well. Seven solos, one assist, two TFLs, gets home for a sack. And gets a QB hit, 22 points, played 100% of staff. So, hey, looks like he's going to be earning himself a contract somewhere uh, next year. May not be probably with the Chargers. Um, but, you know, and for IDP bag holders, you're finally getting paid off after four years. <laughs> um, Dean Marlowe, who fills in for Alohi Gilman, again, kind of tough to see him missing so much time. But Marlowe, um, I don't oh, that is stat line is messed up. Um, I don't know why he scored 21 points, but he played 100% of snaps. Um, actually, I do have it here. What did Marlowe do? Uh, oh, that one is supposed to be a 10. So we're going to fix that right now live here. So 10 solos for Dean Marlowe. Uh, one assist, good for 21 points there. Um, would like that to be Derwin James' numbers. As you can see, he's kind of down the list here. He only had three solos, two assists. Uh, did have a fumble recovery, kind of saving his day for 11 points on 100% of stats. So he's uh, just like TJ Watt, right? Like he yeah. finds a way. It's like, oh, he only had 11 points. Oh, yeah. no. I guess. <laughs> it's just annoying when you see Dean freaking Marlowe have 21 points. Like, uh, I wish some of that could have gone to could have gone to James there. Um, Eric Hendricks with a really nice game as well. Uh, seven solos, two assists, a TFL, and a forced fumble for 20 points. Uh, just 87% of staff, so it might be uh, coming back a little slowly there from the injury. Uh, Brian Cook decides to be the, the top safety for the Chiefs this week. So three solos, two assists, a pass defended, and an interception. That's 16.9 points on 83% of staff. Our guy, Michael Dana, you know, last week it was 90% of snaps. So we saw the snap count go down, but this week was a much better matchup. We, we you know, advised him as a good streamer, a good pickup for this week, you know, during Bipocalypse. Um, even on the show, I helped out uh, Joe, Joe Harlow, do the waiver wire show this past week. And we, you know, he he hit me with uh, Dana versus George Karlaftis. I said, give me Dana. Give me those snap counts. I like George Karlaftis overall more. But this week in a one-week vacuum, I said, give me Dana and those snap counts. Um, it, it was a much better matchup than, than last week. And here we have him. Uh, four solos, two assists, a TFL, got home for a sack, and a QB hit. That's 16 points on, like you said, 73% of snaps. He's still seeing a ton of snaps, so, um, you know, as a rotational edge rusher for the freaking Chiefs. So really nice. Uh, Willie Gay, three solos, two assists. A TFL, a pass defended, a sack, a QB hit. So chock full box score there for Willie Gay. 16 points, 52% of snaps though. So uh, a major production game on a typical snap share for Willie Gay. Still really hard to trust. Um, Charles Amenehue returns from suspension to get uh, get home for a sack with some other uh, stat lines in there for 13 points. Just 51% of snaps. So that, you know, that's going to kind of, possibly eat into Dana, definitely eating into Karlaftis. As you see, he does, you know, he's down here for just one solo, two assists, a TFL. Uh, oh, Karlaftis got a sack as well. Very nice. Um, so 10 points for Karlaftis on 78% of snaps. Um, oh, that's right. There's Chris Jones who 
had kind of a, a dud this game. Uh, yeah, only one point. So Chris Jones, unfortunately, uh, was the victim of the return of Charles and Menehue. Uh Trent McDuffie still five solos uh, for 12 and a half points on 100%. Um, so we got to talk, unfortunately, about Drew Tranquil and Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton's going to miss some time. Uh, they they both had 12 points in this one. Uh, Tranquil playing 46% of snaps, Bolton 75, but he is going to miss some time. So yeah, as much as I hate to say, Drew Tranquil is the direct backup and will be the top linebacker to want to own in, in Kansas City. So if you dropped him now that Bolton came back, go back and get him off of waivers here. Yeah, and by missing some time, uh, Bolton's requiring some, I think it's, what wrist surgery out two months. Yeah. yeah. So missing some time. He's, he's out for pretty much the rest of uh, the relevant fantasy space uh, for most of it. Right. Like it might be an interesting Ugh. stash if you have the IR spot, uh, yeah. but yeah, Tranquil's the main beneficiary there. Um, yeah. I will still hold out for my Leo Chanel. Uh, I know. Go Badgers, but it's not going to be him. It is Tranquil and, and Willie Gay, but kind of like we mentioned with, with injury stuff, like Willie Gay's been getting the playtime anyway. Like this is kind of what he's been doing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tranquil kind of fills in directly for Bolden, so he's kind of the guy you want. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, not a whole lot else. The the Chargers edge rushers, you know, it's a bad matchup. We we told you that um, in the written content. So all three of uh, Tuli, Tui Pelotu, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack all had you know, less than six points each uh, in this one, which was kind of to be expected. As far as the snap shares breakdown, they're all pretty much on the same base. Nice to see Joey Bosa back up to 59%. He was hovering in like the 30s, um, still giving us sacks. But of course, against Mahomes, he you know, takes the least amount of sacks in the entire league. Uh, Khalil Mack played 66% and Thule played 57 So pretty much an even rotation when it's all said and done there so uh yeah so the big thing is drew tranquil willie gay will probably see an uptick we see that you know he can be extremely productive despite his limited snaps so if his snaps go up he might you know he might he 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 definitely has the possibility to outscore uh tranquil on any given week but tranquil is gonna have the snaps uh afforded to him more so so it's kind of tough if you make me pick one I still, unfortunately, have to say Tranquil, but um, Gay should be, you know, someone to, you know, if, if you're starting like three or four linebackers, he should definitely be on your radar as well uh, going forward here. So uh, same thing with the Menahue. We'll see if his snap counts get ramped up. You know, if he doesn't have the sack in this one, he has kind of a cruddy stat line, but, um, you know, still someone who's talented and, you know, you got to pay attention to. So you got anything else for this one? Nah, pretty much nailed it. I mean, you love the defensive backs there for Kansas City. We keep telling you, Lutarius Sneed, yeah. uh, Trent McDuffie going into this year. It's like, which yeah. one's going to be? Well, the answer yeah. is actually both of them. They both uh, can be very fantasy relevant. Oh, man. Man, the Vikings are freaking doing it. Uh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, give me – I get one of these Monday night games uh, during the <laughs> podcast to talk about. And, yeah, yes. the Vikings are just taking Oh, I love night. that. Which is fascinating. It's fascinating. Best uh, team in the league. Go, Birds. Go, uh, 
I don't even. There's no one else you can really say. Is there? Uh, let's go someone else. Uh, but no, it, 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 go Pat. No, well, uh, so uh, you know, you know, the the answer is both, which which has been great. Like you love that consistency from especially the cornerback spot, yeah. right? Both of them being super relevant. I think the Bolton injury is the main one. Uh, again, the Chargers like Derwin James is going to be fine. Uh, however, I did want to give you a little uh, spot up pop quiz. Um, where do you think Derwin James is ranked in terms of points per game right now? Oh God, he's ta- he's probably below Justin Simmons. Outside of the top fifty, you got to give me a guess. Guy fifty. <laughs> he's thirty-seven. He's thirty-seven oh. for points per game. He is closer to fifty for overall points. Because okay. um, not injury. like we're out. not big alarmists yeah. here, right? But but. Uh, in some of these redraft leagues, you know, where you're looking to like you gotta win something. I don't know. You can probably find someone in waiver wires that mm-hmm. is doing it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like like we James is the king, he's gonna be the guy. We know he is. Uh, but there's if you're football, if you're, there's a lot of football left to be played, but I mean you can take a week off from him if you can find someone yeah. that's doing it more consistently uh, just to help you get some points right off the bat. And then as soon as he shows signs of life again, obviously he's a, a must start. But I think he, he's, he's definitely not a drop candidate. But again, it, maybe it's a hot take, but uh, it, there's something to be said about the the blind looking at numbers thing where, you know, we love the Durban James name. Like he's always been the guy. So like you're always mm-hmm. just plugging and playing him without actually – you know, taking that critical look and saying, actually, he's been kind of trash for what we expected <laughs> him to be. You know what I mean? Like, kind of not good. Uh, so uh, just, just keep your head in the swivel. Keep, keep looking out there. Just always look for any opportunities. Don't drop them. But if there's something better right now, maybe play him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. I was wondering if he was getting, like, maybe different alignment, but... Not really. He's kind of playing still his normal um, everywhere. Yeah, it's really interesting to see Dean Marlowe, who 54 of his snaps at free safety just with all that production. Like, it's kind of weird. Um, hey, you know what? For all my Derwin James owners, managers out there, I'll do you a favor. Hey, Derwin James, you suck. You're a bust. Boom. He's going to be awesome next week. You're welcome. There you go. There you Come go. Thank me next week. You know. Taken care of. It's it's taken. We do care everything of for you here. Two we packs, do everything here for you. Ten next week, no problem. <laughs> All right, uh, we are on to Miami and Philadelphia. Uh, quickly to talk about here, we got to start this off. Big news: Kevin Byard. So the the pipeline of Tennessee Titans stud players into the Philadelphia Eagles continues with Kevin Byard coming aboard. Uh, for the measly price of Terrell Edmonds and a fifth and a sixth rounder. So I, I kind of love that. Uh, he immediately steps into even a better fantasy situation, I think. Uh, the Eagles linebackers continue to be a rotational mess. Nicobe Dean isn't playing up even close to, what did he have this week? Uh, 61% of snaps. Like, there's a shit ton of opportunity in front of Kevin Byard to just, you know, rack up fantasy points. So, if he's somehow on your waiver wire, like this change of scenery, I absolutely want him. Uh, see it, Terrell Edmonds. Sidney Brown was finally healthy, I think, for the first time all season. So he looks to possibly be the safety number two um, going forward. But 
you know, so he's someone to keep an eye on as well. But like, I'm definitely not nearly as interested as now Kevin Byer, which also opens up my guy, Imani Hooker, for even more uh, production. So I'm just like really excited about this all the way around for fantasy purposes and my team purposes. <laughs> all right. So in this one, uh, the top scorer. So Jerome Baker has an annoying, uh, lucky pick six. Uh, six solos, five assists. A Lucky TFL. pick six. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was the fantasy gods paying back for that not face mask call, and you know it. Yeah, and you yeah. know it. Whatever. It bounced <laughs> off someone else and just landed right in his hands, and he trots into the end zone. So annoying. So thirty-four point two points on one hundred percent of stats. But hey, the six solos, five assists. Like it looks like Baker is kind of on a roll now. So Baker and Long are doing this. Levante David Devin White dance where it's one it's a different guy each week and I don't know it's it's kind of annoying so this was a Baker week uh Bradley Chubb had a really nice game with five solos two assists a TFL two sacks uh a QB hit and a force fumble so that's 25 points on 90 percent of snaps so really nice game for Bradley Chubb finally uh this year we get a nice game out of him nobody was probably starting him though so that's annoying play best ball scoring uh, Darius Slay, four solos, a TFL, two pass defended, had a really awesome interception, uh, 23.6 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, now you see the Eagles 100% was only 49 snaps available. So, you know, kind of some depressed, uh, especially linebacker scoring for the Eagles, while the Dolphins had 72 snaps to work with. So huge discrepancy there, way more uh, opportunities for the Dolphins players. Um, we see Jalen Phillips, really nice to finally see him uh, back up top here with five solos, two assists, a TFL, a sack, and two QB hits, good for 19 points on 69% of staffs. Nice. Cater uh, Kohu, uh, the, the corner for the Dolphins, another really nice productive game, six solos and a pass defended. That's good for uh, 17 and a half points. He plays 100% of and is a weekly consideration with the way, you know, the, these Dolphins games are going. Like, they're going to be in shootouts pretty much all year long. So he's a really nice corner option going forward. Uh, we did see Terrell Edmonds, you know, eight solos, one assist. You know, they kind of showcased him for the trade here, played 100% of snaps. You know, he had a nice game. You know, going to Tennessee, sharing the time now again with Imani Hooker. Uh, you know, he's a very meh player to begin with so this will probably be one of his better games of the season i don't know that this change of scenery i mean i guess if he walked into a starting role where previously when we had healthy reed blankenship and healthy justin evans Terrell Edmonds wasn't on the field he didn't play a single defensive snap so i guess if he's walking into a starter's role in tennessee sure you can hang on to him but who knows uh if that's actually going to be the case or not maybe they go with one of the guys that has been there, you know, knows their system a little bit better. That remains to be seen. So I'm probably not starting Terrell Edmonds next week, you know, in unless I'm super, super desperate. <laughs> um, Josh Sweat, two sacks, uh, 16 points, 78% of snaps. That's what he does. Uh, Eli Apple's having really, you know, nice resurgence in Miami here. Four solos, two passes defended, good for 15 points, played 100% of snaps. Uh, Christian Wilkins, a really nice game for him, a floor game at least. Two solos, four assists, and a QB hit, and a fumble recovery for 12 points, a 96% of snaps. I mean, he's another guy you're kind of forced to start him every single week. He's going to have down games. He's going to have really good games too. 
Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle, a decent enough game, 11 points on 60% of snaps. Javon Holland, you know, a slight bounce back here. Uh, five solos, one assist, good for 11 points on 94%. It's kind of been, you know, cooling off from his hot start, but he's still playing a ton of stats. So I'm, I'm still kind of rolling him out there. Uh, Hassan Reddick, no sack, but hey, I'll take the four solos and the two TFLs for 10 points, 76%. You know, if you if you would have told me the game, give me a game where Hassan Reddick doesn't get a sack and he still scores 10 points, I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> so, uh David Long, kind of a dud, three solos, one assist, one pass defended, uh, just nine points, just 51% of snaps in this one. Um, you see Nolan Smith up here. He had a special teams tackle, a solo, a TFL, got his first sack, uh, QB hit. So, of course, you're stashing him uh, in your in your dynasty leagues. Uh, I talked about Sidney Brown, 94% of snaps. Not a ton of production to go with it, but, hey, uh, that that's no uh, – that's a good – you know, Snapchat to, to take, uh, take note of. Um, we talked about Nicobe Dean, just 61% of snaps, not a lot of production. He was the best production wise, uh, out of the Philly linebackers. Zach Cunningham, uh, played a hundred percent of snaps, but only two solos to go for that. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, just 39% of snaps. So I think we have the clear picture there. Dean will probably start to ramp up a little bit. Zach Cunningham is his, you know, Robin technically, even though he's playing more snaps, but uh, Dean, you know, is has the higher production ceiling. You know, in a game like this, it's it's really tough. Miami's a tough matchup for linebackers. So uh, I'll throw it to you. Yeah, uh, you, you love to see the Hassan Reddick sort of resurgence. You know, the first three weeks, like we were talking, like, worst case scenario right like hey, he's trash he removes the he removes the i keep thinking boot is that the boot for the hand uh cast yeah he has the cast and all of a sudden he's back right so again yeah. you, you love to see this crazy points. He, he's absolutely a must uh start yeah. there um mm-hmm. you also love to see the jalen phillips sort of resurgence i mean 69 yeah. of snaps is nice but not nice uh you have to assume <laughs> that they're they're still sort of easing him back in you hope they're easing him back in um from its injury because there's in no world would i expect bradley chubb to be playing 90 percent and jalen phillips only mm-hmm. plays 69 percent. so i think the brighter days are ahead there and obviously he made it work here so i still think he's a smash mm-hmm. start uh moving forward uh again christian wilkins uh maybe not I'll, I'll look up his stats um for this year i feel like he's still not super crushing it um, I'm so yeah. wrong. I'm so very wrong. He's the third overall <laughs> scorer, third overall defensive tackle. Holy cannoli! Yeah, yeah. He's uh, so, well. That just tells you defensive tackles are just so volatile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For total, yeah, sixth for points per game. So yeah, yeah. totally wrong there. I mean, he's always a smash start anyway. Um, but yeah, in defensive tackle. Well, I guess what I'm saying here: defensive tackle required leagues. Obviously, uh, yeah. we all do this smash start, but we're starting him anyway. Um, for all, just defensive line leagues, you can probably do better because there's there's some better people out there uh, uh, than him. And yeah, I think yeah. the other the other story for me here, um, Nicobe Dean easing back in. You know, sixty one percent of defensive steps there at linebacker for the Eagles. Um, we we fully expect him to uh, ramp that up. You know, and, and be the linebacker we want him to be. But that's already enough, and the production that he. he put up very limited but i i can't imagine he's going to be this limited again next week so i i do think he's just a smash start again uh next week 
personally. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, I, the, the, the Dolphins linebacker room just fascinates me. It's, it's so hard to freaking predict. Um, you know, you, you obviously love Baker getting 100% of them, their defensive snaps. Uh, and David Long only getting 51%. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened there? Uh, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, you know, you know, you, you play Baker because even without the, you know, surprising interception, right? Like, it's still a pretty decent day. 11 combined tackles and a tackle for a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I guess you have to keep rolling him uh, and David Long out, but 51%, that's just not good enough for me. Um, I don't yeah, know. It's, 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 I keep rolling with who you have. <laughs> yeah, just don't, just don't go trading for anyone. Um and then the yeah the Davis and Carter defensive tackle spot there for the Eagles, um, disappointing from an IDP perspective. Uh, you know the the big strength of the Eagles right is the depth of the defensive line. Um, so I know be you'd be willing to maybe sort of fade them next week. Oh, except they're playing the heckin' Commanders. Yeah, give up the most sacks uh, to anyone ever. So that's why uh, I was just gonna say. This was yeah, already what, this was a very poor matchup in points allowed from Miami to these positions. So yeah. yeah. So so probably just looking at the straight playtime, like probably Davis a little higher than Carter, even though we love where Carter's going, right? In terms of mm-hmm. redraft. Um, but again, this defensive line should eat next week for the Eagles. So uh roll them all out there, and then of course, with our luck, Steve, they're gonna, you know, do nothing. <laughs> Still yeah. win like thirty to nothing, but like get right. <laughs> I don't know, man. The commanders are pretty, uh, pretty sack proof again. You know, like I would be shocked if at least three different players on this line didn't get a sack and probably like a safety. You know, I bet you Kevin Byer comes in blazing and gets like a sack next week too. Of course, <laughs> of course. So yeah. All right. Well, that's week seven, guys. Um, we're back. You know, the, the OG uh, hosts, uh, you know, I'm Steve Thompson, Dynasty Santa on Twitter. Uh, come, you know, slide in those DMs if it allows you. I don't think it allows you uh, if we don't follow each other. But uh, hey, if you need any questions, I'm there for you. But uh, don't wait to the last minute because if you want last minute access, that means you're going to need to be a subscriber to the IDP guys. So you need to head on over to www.idpguys.org, sign up, become a subscriber, use our code here from this show, IDP plus pod. Uh, that'll give you 10% off. If you want to you know, go for the rest of the season, give us a chance for just maybe a month, uh, see if we can help you manage your teams. You get access to the written content articles, which are amazing. A lot of detail, a lot of good uh, digestible information with charts such as you see up here on the YouTube. So if you're listening, you're going to want to come over to YouTube or become a subscriber uh, using the IDP plus, that's a plus sign, uh, pod code, promo code for 10% off. So uh, yeah, Matt, I'll leave it to you. Yeah, and if you want all this data that we're showing off on our YouTube channel and you don't want to write it down or take screenshots while we're <laughs> scrolling through it, uh, we have a bunch of really awesome tools there uh, at the yeah. IDP Guys site that you get access to when you become a subscriber. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, like, the sneaky truth is if you just follow this data, like, you can be an analyst too, right? So mm-hmm. if you become a subscriber, you get access to all this really cool stuff. We'll help guide you. We can teach you what you need to sort of look for. But you can do all this uh, right there with us. So become a subscriber um yeah week seven 
I I truly don't know where the NFL season on the whole is going. Uh, I know we have a few good teams, but the 49ers just lost to the freaking Vikings at home, uh, <laughs> which is just fascinating. Who knows anything? I certainly don't. <laughs> All the one in five teams won this week. Uh, yeah. It's just it's it's just it's weird. Uh, yeah. But we're here to to help you walk through, and we'll figure out this mess. Uh, we'll figure out this mess together. Uh, yeah, I will be gone next week again, uh, uh, traveling for work. So, so Steve is going to have mystery guests. We're going to leave you <laughs> leave you hanging there, uh, but they'll, they'll take care of you. And yeah. yeah, we're we're in this stretch run here to those yeah. playoffs push. Like it's hard to say it's already, or it's crazy to say we're already there. Like week eight, like we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, final maybe third, uh, third to a half the season to make those playoffs. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do it. It's funny, you know. This is the time where you'll see you know, kind of content numbers dropping off and stuff, but it's almost like the most important time. The bye weeks are kicking in. You know, I guess that many people might just be out of their leagues and not, you know, invested in content anymore. So I get that. But uh, it's kind of interesting to see how that happens because these are some of the most important weeks, some of the most important information that we're trying to give you here, analysis that we're breaking down. Uh, This is the time we can really help you Mm. win your league. So this is the time to jump on board um, outside of anything else. And real quick, you know, I mean, how many of our subscribers have now jumped in to helping us produce content? It's been at least three or four of them. So, I mean, if you even are interested in... uh, you, you know doing content about idp uh you should you should come on board as a subscriber and uh you might be able to transition uh into you know doing content with us here as part of our content staff so just another cool thing that the the idp guys bring you uh and gals i should say we have uh oh, yeah you know we have some people on staff that uh, you know women who are into idp as well and just you know crushing uh content crushing. as well so, absolutely uh, shout out to Brittany there so um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right everyone we will see you next week uh for week eight uh we're gonna send you out with the uh with the, the jingle here again but uh uh thank you for listening for a prize for my new league a belt or a ring or a nice trophy my idp guys went and had my back the best swag online for champs is found on trophy smack r-i-n-g that spells ring trophysmack.com has the bling good so good i have to sing go and check them out they have everything i can show that i'm the master of minecraft i'm a champion in fantasy and i won't let you forget that r-i-n-g that spells ring trophysmack.com has the bling Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com.